Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Wade Mariano, joined always by... Trace Finicaro. And... Manaconda. That is one Gunner Kennedy. Let's just jump into this bad boy. So, <clears throat> this weekend, I had a, a weekend to myself. Shauna was visiting family in uh, down in Wappingers Falls. What's up, Catherine and Jeff? Um, and I pretty much had like uh, the place to myself. It was like my own little man cave. And like, oh, what'd you do? What'd you do? And I just pretty much played on my Xbox all weekend. That's not a, that's not a euphemism for for like uh, the meat hammer, right? Well, yeah, yeah. All the hookers have been buried though, <clears throat> and the cocaine's all gone too. But I. Um, it got me kind of thinking, like, what what would, like, seven-year-old Wade be doing if he had, uh, what would he be playing with? Because Xbox wasn't around then. Like, got me thinking about, like, all my old toys and things like that. Because that's pretty much all my Xbox is. It's just a toy, but I'm just a little bit bigger now. And uh, we thought, like, you know what? That'd be a pretty good topic for us to talk about. Trace actually came up with the idea of it, and I just made a little story up for you that was true because <laughs> if there was one thing Take it that away, that Trace. We were even better at than playing with toys and a kid it was coming up with bullshit trace your lead uh, so i was at uh dave and buster's um just kind of walking around checking it out and i realized that there was a life-size version of the rock'em sock'em robots did you guys ever play that I did. I didn't own one, but I've played one before. I, I have had very multiple variations of the Rock'em Sock'em robots enter and leave my life. I never had one. Um, my kids got some from, I think, from like McDonald's or Burger King. They got them as little toys, but they just fall apart because they're just little plastic toys from uh, fast food and cheap, cheap toys. And uh, I, what's the point of it? Oh, the point of it is, so you have the two robots, right? They square off and they're in the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And their arms, you can move their arms by, I think, pressing the buttons on like the handle. You can move them forward, backwards. You might be able to move them side to side a little bit as well. And uh, the point is to try to, you're punching. The two robots are punching each other. Mm-hmm. And if you hit the robot like square on the chin with a good blow, his head will pop up and you went, that's like a point. Well, that would explain why the toys fell apart. Yeah, they're designed to like... To break, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay, so I didn't play the one at Dave & Buster's. I should have, but it looked huge, and I thought they were I thought they were actually like robotic, you know, like, like motors inside controlled by robotics. When I looked at them, they're huge and shiny, but now, now I'm wondering, you know, because if they were to... If the head pops off, somebody had to come back in and reset it, right? Well, okay, so when I say head pops off... It's like on a track. It's a spring-loaded track, oh. and so it pops up. It doesn't exactly pop off, but it oh, pops okay. up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think like it essentially disabling the robot. Well, it, yeah, because it's it. Well, I mean, besides the indicator saying that you it, you've successfully knocked it, it's kind of like the the smash meter or in, in Smash Brothers or whatever. You know, like you, you, if you get if you get enough force in, it will pop the head up, and that's usually that's the indicator that you've lost the. Gotcha. Uh, the Sci-Fi Channel mm-hmm. actually had one a while back. So you know, like they had there, there would be in between like Sci-Fi Channel of, had what? 
between Robot Wars. So they they actually had like an arena sized Rock'em Sock'em Robot style thing, but they were like you know they were like what you're talking about where they're actually yeah they're on those gimbals yeah like human size yeah well actually they're bigger than human it's it's like I it's what was what the frick was that movie with Hugh Jackman I was just about to say what was that movie with Hugh Jackman where like it was essentially like they controlled robots in in a fighting ring yeah twist now. But anyways, yeah, that's more along the lines of what you were talking about because like you know you can't they can't walk yet, so they'd have them on like a boom as they came through the ring. But you know like they were you know like different robots had different or different machines had different travel speeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like you'd have the one that was it you know it's kind of again I don't know if you saw Pacific Rim, but you had like the one that was the tank, so it could like just suck up all the damage, and it could like hit really hard, but it was slow. And then you had the one that was like the the guy that could like engage and disengage quick and stuff like that. The, yeah. the movie was Real Steel, and surprisingly enough, a movie pretty much just based on Rock'em Sock'em Robots did not <laughs> fare well in the Rotten Tomato community. <laughs> that's a score of fifty nine. That's because they're humorless dicks. <clears throat> I guess so. It was it was a movie about heart. It was fifty nine. Luckiness. It was actually yes. It was the best remake of a Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie I have ever seen. Don't shit on over the top. That's a good movie. I love Over the Top. And this is Robot Jack or er, er, Real Steel is totally fucking over the top. Don't don't. Look, okay. I do, I do my head I turn my head around. It's like it's, a switch. It's like a switch. It's like a machine when I turn the head around. It's like I turn the machine on. <laughs> so yeah, it got me thinking of the the robot uh, the robots the toys that we grew up with. Uh, there's a lot of different toys you grew up with, but a lot of them are around. And what I don't know is if they're still around or if they're back. Well, like here's a, like you as a father of children between the ages of like seven and two, right? Yeah. Seven, yeah. Like you would have the best probably in a gunner because he knows pretty much everything. Like would also kind of, but I have no idea. Like, do they still have big wheels? Um, like, yeah, like the ones... The, like, like the, the tricycles with the giant wheel that you pedal, mm-hmm. and like two wheels in the back. Yeah, they do. Do they sell the big like the Night Rider big wheel? Do you remember the Night Rider big yes, wheel? Yes, I remember the Night Rider big wheel. That they, had they, they 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 don't have the branding. Like it, again, it it gets into this weird thing where you know, like they'll 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 do like maybe weird special editions and stuff like that. But it's also like toy marketing at least nowadays has also become a nostalgia exercise for the parents buying that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it is and it and it, it works. It's very successful marketing. No, so when you say big wheels, you're talking about like the weird plastic tricycles? Yeah, like the weird plastic tricycles and the reason yeah, that those I things am, sucked. No, those things were awesome. Yeah, they were awesome unless you needed to move. <laughs> what do you what mean? Do you need, you, I mean they had plastic wheels. All your weight was in the back so the front wheel just spun. Those things were piles of shit. No, because why not just get a fucking tricycle? No, because the point of the big wheel was the big wheel would let you freaking skid like a motherfucker when you. Okay, I'm down with that, but they got actual skidding tricycles. So this is what happened. You can buy tricycles designed to skid now. And having said that, the technology has definitely improved. But you know, like in our primitive ways, when we were wee cave children. Don't be hate. Don't be hating on the classics, dude. So like the the I I specifically. Um, cite the Knight Rider big wheel because the Knight Rider not only was cool like black and red like Kit, mm-hmm. but 
it had an e-brake on the right-hand side. Yeah, the e-brake so was So we nice. would take it down the hill. Yeah, you had to go down a fucking hill because you couldn't get any traction on the piece of shit. Well, I was lucky enough to live on a hill. I'm sorry <laughs> that you lived on a flat, fucking, boring, uh, top, top, no, you know, topographical. Story of his life. They were probably fine in a real parking lot. I grew yeah, up, you had stone, like a stone yeah, driveway. How would you even st- use that on a stone driveway? You, you did with the grass. No, you just you just dug yeah. a hole with the front wheel. So it was like a hole digging competition. Okay, I, I got to ask that too. Like part of it, not not to not to malign your father or something, <laughs> but do you think that was kind of a deliberate deliberate attack by Albert just to fuck with you? No, he was giving into peer pressure because his children kept asking for those stupid fucking big wheels. So it was our fault. If we knew how dumb they were, we wouldn't have asked. I think well, he's no. asking about the driveway. You well, know, light, you, light spun the front wheel on his big wheel so much, he wore the plastic down and it cracked. The front wheel cracked in half. Yep. He actually, you know what I'm talking about? No, I, I know. I, I, know I, I, I know I know exactly the, the well, because this gets into it too, is like you watch, you like, it's amazing. I don't, you know, again, like as, as you are adults and you only do this from like a like a, an adult, like, shopping for the kid perspective but like you just touch this stuff and it's like you know like the materials that were considered acceptable back then for certain applications or because you know like you 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 say that you know like you got your like skidding tricycles and stuff like that and it's like they made these they made these things better and the stuff that you know like like um you know, like your, your equivalent of the G.I. Joe or the Transformer or something like that. Like all that shit, all that shit plastic that we've been shipping back to China to get recycled. This is what this is what it comes back as because like they all feel like absolute dog garbage. Yeah, the quality isn't as good. Um, you know, I have this um, this swing on the uh, on my swing set and it's just a it's just a simple swing set. Well, first of all, this swing set's a hand me down and the the actual bars that the swing sets made out of are stainless steel, which is weird for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, the paint doesn't really stick to it that well. Instead, it gets like it's like anodized, so the paint's faded on it, but it looks pretty good still because it's kind of silver. Custom faded. It's custom faded. Yeah. It's patina. I like it that way. It's like worn out jeans, except it's my swing set. That's right. Um, so the the bars that it's made out of are in really good shape. It has a um, it, it has like a bench swing. The bench swing was anodized red, uh, but then some asshole spray painted everything. He spray painted like the like the red part, and then all the I don't know the silver or the the stainless parts, and it looked like shit. So I had to like steel wool all of the paint off. Which was pretty cool because it looks really nice, but uh, what you end up buying for these things is the actual like the stuff that like the swings that you sit on, because the rubber part that you would put your butt on ends up cracking and drying over the years, and that's just natural. So you know, I went to the hardware store and I got myself some swings, and it's got some new Chinese shades. Chinese shades. It's got some new shiny shades, and and it looks nice. And you hang those up, and those work okay. Um, but like the metal that the that the that like the seat parts made out of is flimsy now, so it like bends, which is just sucks. So the swings aren't the metal that the swings are made out of isn't as thick, so it can't handle the weight. Or maybe I'm just a fat ass. <laughs> 
But the part that's really strange is the kid swings. That's the part that really fucks with my head. So we've gone through, and my oldest um, is eight, and we've gone through, I think, three or four of the children's swings in eight years. And you buy these ones, and they look kind of cool. It might look like a race car or something, and it just hangs from some ropes. But it lasts like it lasts like one year, and then the plastic just starts to crack, and it beca- it's like a razor blade. It's like the kid will get hurt very badly if he keeps on it, or sometimes like it'll be in the worst area. It'll crack right where his crotch is, you know, right? So it could just tear him open, like on the inside of his leg, or maybe a death pinch to the nuts. Yeah, like his little <laughs> tiny balls will get ripped open or something. It's it's a and and the the. Population control plan advances accordingly. China's it's a Chinese agenda. Yeah, China. <laughs> they, want, they want less people on Earth. <laughs> Their balls but, off. But, but, but your, your, your swing looks like bear trap. <laughs> and I'll finish this point. So we we end up getting this fucking hand me down like little Tykes rocket ship swing. The thing has got to be like twenty years old, like the actual like little Tykes logo, which is red and white, is just all white now. Like the red just evaporated into the air. It is so fucking old. The thing was was actually the whole rocket itself was like a red plastic, and now it's a light pink. Right? It's just yeah. been getting sun bleached for like twenty years. The thing's fucking rock solid. It works awesome. And we've bought like three brand new swings, but this fucking hand me down just keeps getting hung back up on the swing set because it's the only one that's still in good shape. So I know people are constantly saying they don't make things the way that they used to, but I mean. It's it's on a factor of like five times better hardware. Well, like not necessarily quality, but like <clears throat> so about a month ago I took my nephew uh Xander to uh like the high the south side playground, right? Like so we grew up like down the block. And it's like <laughs> it's just like soft. Everything's like like if you fell off of it it's just like wood chips and mulch and shit. Like it's like nothing. Like wait, you know, like we live in a toxic and hazardous environment. The, the less number of puncture wounds we can inflict on our children, the less uh, the less chance the the typhus will come take them. I don't get the whole wood chip thing. I like, mean, well, it's better that okay. Are so they supposed to be soft? It's supposed to absorb when you fall and shit. Because I do remember having like small stones shoved in like my knees and my elbows, like when I fell off the swing set. And I don't remember, they didn't really give that much. It wasn't like, there wasn't much give. It was like there was concrete maybe or like really, really hard dirt and then like two inches worth of hard stones. And they had like, you know, the the tire like wall or whatever and monkey bars. With the radial, with the radial belts kind of still sticking out. A yeah, little bit. So yeah. And they had like, suck that shit and it was just like giant like telephone poles essentially of wood. You would get splinters and shit like. There were so many hazards, but like your, your arm would puff up from the fucking tree, the 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 cold hard and whatever. Yeah, like in this and the slides were big and steel, like and if if it was super ass, dry, it would rip your skin off. And it was so hot if it was yeah, if the, sun the sun was out. The sun was out, and you you were it, it was like touching the side of a car, and just that cry of mortal those, anguish. Those metal slides could get fast as fuck, though. Oh yeah, and if you got it wet, like if if you if you poured some water down there. You could just zip off and, 
I don't know, some sort of contusion would, would be guaranteed. Hold, hold on to your butts. Best. Hold on to your butts, boys and girls. This is going to But it was a lot wild. of fun then. I don't know. But I, I do look at it now and it's like, man, this is probably a good idea. This is significantly safer than what we were dealing with. Well, I take my kids to the same playground that you just described with the wood chips. And I don't know if they're better than the rocks. Now, no. I haven't fallen onto either of them like on my knees and elbows. So I probably would prefer the wood chips, but I was playing hide and seek, which I'm probably too fat to be doing that. But I, I weigh about 180 pounds. I don't think that those wood chips are designed for that. And I was playing hide and seek with these kids and I was like fucking sprinting, um, trying not to get caught in a, one of those wood chips went straight through my fucking sandal into the bottom of my foot. Like really? it stabbed me like a fucking nail. So it's either like, like maybe they're like, they're soft. They're and definitely they, soft. Then like over the years, they start to like, like Dry out. whittle into like a shank. <laughs> and then a couple of them are just extremely dangerous. But the other thing is like, these kids don't weigh 180 pounds. So maybe it's okay. Yeah. Like when you fall, when you're seven or eight or nine or 10, your chances are you're going to get up. When you fall, when you're, you know, our age, I mean, we're still going to get up, but it's probably, you're probably going to feel it for a few days. I think you're just getting old and shitty. I was just weird that this fucking, this somehow this chunk of, of wood chip, which is supposed to prevent people from getting harm, it, it went through the bottom of my shoe and into the bottom of my foot. Maybe you're part vampire. Could be maybe just weak, weak skin. That would soft explain skin. why I'm so weak lately. Yeah, maybe in the sunlight it's too. A good thing it didn't get me in the heart. I know. Well, you know, he may not be part vampire. Uh, Jen may just be feeding on him at night. Ah, and you know, I was like, he's he's like in that turn. He's like not quite turned yet. Vampire s. I could totally. I mean, like you know, Jen. Not that you listen to this. I could totally see you pulling that Elvira, like floating, floating through by the window. Shit. <laughs> or like Stevie dressed up, decked out all like Stevie Nicks style. I know you're talking about her floating by the window, but when you say the window shit, for some reason I just picture like her taking somebody taking a shit out the window. <laughs> That's actually pretty great. That's actually that that actually is the moment that you know you you're you're you you've you've you're done. You've completed the Halloween parties at your house is that when someone actually literally falls out of the thing attempting to take a shit out. Well, I was thinking like like she like she she's so hungry for blood, she doesn't want to waste any opportunity, so she takes a window shit so that she can go back to the blood. <laughs> like to me it's more of a convenience factor because we don't have a bathroom in the upstairs of our house, so it would require a window shit for her to be quick. She would be like, ah, I got I really want to finish this, 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 this blood sucking, but I do have to take a shit right now. So, yeah. and, but you open know, she window. Would be, she'd be floating though. <laughs> It'd be a floating. <laughs> it's floating it's, window shit. Yeah, which which goes back Would to the, the ship be floating no, too? No, or no, no. Well, no, maybe, maybe you know. I guess like, <laughs> it, I guess really, do, do you lose dominion over it? as soon as it starts leaving, or when it's completely left? Well, I got a question about levitation. Gunner, and okay. maybe you can help me out, Wade. Maybe you can help me out. So, when it comes to vampires that levitate after they suck blood, um, is it after it, they suck blood, or they is just, it, it's just an ability? 
Yeah, is it like, like, is it telekinesis? Like they're able to use telekinesis to force their body to flow? Or how are they able to do it? Because if they can use telekinesis, then why not, like, actually, like, when you take the window shit, why not actually make it projectile? Use telekinesis for because, missiles. Well, no, because... The, the, the <laughs> shit pro- missiles. No, not, because- <laughs> not out of vengeance, not out of destruction, out of fun. Right? I mean, because you can just aim at the nearest <sighs> object. See, cause It doesn't need to be a person. You don't need to harm somebody. I, I guess, because this, this gets into this whole thing where you think of, like, telekinesis as something separate from you. Because it's literally just your mind touching something. So, effectively, it is the, it is the pure psychological equivalent of you actually shitting into your hand and flinging at someone. Except you can't wipe it off. Well, no, it's not that you can't. You don't need to, and that's why it's awesome. Well, no, but the problem is, is that by t- telekinetically f- uh-huh. mo- moving moving the poop down, downstream, as it were, you've literally just touched it with your mind or uh-huh. your brain. Uh-huh. You know, just, I, just like it, it's yeah, but it's not the texture; it's the smell, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. When, yeah. when into the terms of telekinesis, like yeah, put a clothespin on your nose, put some gloves on your, on, on your mind's nose, throw some yeah, throw some <clears throat> throw some shit out the window. Like they're just standing there, arms folded. And they're like, and all of a sudden, just shit just flows, floats up to the side. <laughs> what would really... Can the, what, shit, can the shit turn into a cluster of tiny bats as well? It probably shit would, bats. It would be terrible if it was one of those really, really long ones, though. <laughs> Why? Because no. then it would, it would like start boomeranging <laughs> when you throw it. And you're like, well, I didn't want to throw it like a boomerang. I wanted to just throw it like a, like a small... I don't know, like a, like a, a, like a pickle. Like I wanted to throw it like a pickle, but I did, it was it was like a really 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 long pickle, and now it's make it's taking on its own shapes while it's flying through the air. Well, would it though? Would it would it not be encased in your telekinetic uh, shell? I don't know, Gunner. Would you hold on to it while it's flying through the air? Would I would it be like not, two hands on it the whole time. Hold on to it. If it's telekinesis, could you use your hands and your feet? I mean, it could be really long, and you could just make sure it's always straight. It would be like a javelin. Like an elfin lied. Garner's got that look on his face like, (laughs) we changed the topic right now. So we'll change the topic back to the original topic. We get back to the toys. Um, Okay, so here's one, Gunner. Gunner, what was your favorite toy growing up? Actually... If you have like several, like throughout your childhood, like as you got older, you can name like three or four. Um. Well, <clears throat> we gotta we we gotta discri- we gotta not discriminate. We gotta we gotta se- separate here because there were the bribe toys from my mother or my father's mother. Because, you know, she didn't come, you know, my grandmother didn't come around very often. So, like, you know, you get the one, like, great thing on, like, Christmas or your birthday. And I live in a neighborhood where, like, if I wasn't, like, if I went outside and I wasn't vigilant and, like, chased people off with fucking clubs, my stuff would get smashed. So, on the other flip side of that was that most of my, like, things that I really enjoyed were, were contraptions that somehow I concocted myself because there was no value attached to them. Can I have a rock for Christmas? I want something that can't be destroyed. My dad built us a bitchin' uh, helicopter, like a like like a playset, like it was a Doug, McDonnell Douglas. Oh, what the fuck do they call it? The the, the like the, the observer ones. 
like you know it was the tail boom everything like that it had the skids had a windshield you know had the had the cockpit doors that closed everything like that and the fucking trailer park kids coming came and busted the fucking window out on it what was it it was a fake garage or something it was a helicopter was oh it was a helicopter yes what oh. size no i mean like it, 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 it could fit you could have like four Ten-year-old kicking around, really, it. like like a real life size. Yeah, you know, I, I, I come I come from a family of pointlessly pointless, pointlessly artisanal individuals. Did you guys ever try getting it to fly? No, we would we would have been killed. <laughs> You're so disgusted. We would have been like, killed. No dumbass. Well, <laughs> the reason I say it is, my brother was telling me about some of those gyrocopters. Do you know what a yes? Yeah, Gunner knows what a gyrocopter is. It's like a homemade. Yeah, like, it's like, like, like I'm gonna get a fucking lawnmower. Why is it and the it only fly? fucking weird, crazy people? Like, yeah, like no. are in those? It's never a normal, well-adjusted human being in no. in one of those it's, things. No, no, it, well, it, because Gunner's coming to his own defense right now. <laughs> so I mean, like, it's kind of like because gyrocopters fall in the same thing as like uh, getting an ultralight or something like that, you know. And it's also like this whole thing where. Um, you know, like you end up, you end up very much in life where you have two, you have two options that you go with, like Coke or Pepsi. And anybody tells you to get RC Cola can go fuck themselves. You know, like it's just it's not the you know even though it's a completely valid option, go fuck yourself. Um, so like as far as like I don't want to play hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a Cessna or something like that. You have your ultralight category. And you either have planes or you have helicopters. And ultralight helicopters are ridiculously expensive and horrendously impractical. And ultralight planes suck drug, you know, suck dick for drug money. I mean, like they're just—they're not. It's like it's—it's—it's it's, a—it's a tarpaulin with a lawn chair hung, hung underneath it. You know, like they're—they're they're deliberately crippled. And an auto gyro, you know, like again, the thing is, is that you got to learn how to fly it in a particular way. But an auto gyro is kind of fun because you can do all sorts of stuff like take off and land vertically and. You know, I mean, like if you're, you know, that and everyone always has kind of this fetish that either you're the crazy dude from England who kind of like pioneered it after they bailed on it in the 30s, or you're the fucking gyro captain from uh, the Road Warrior, you know, I mean, like, you know, not that the pink robe is necessarily the, the look that you want to go for, but. Uh, Didn't somebody penetrate the White House security yes. with one of those? Yep. Like they flew in. Like it was low enough that they didn't catch him on radar. Mm-hmm. It's probably too small to catch him on radar as well. No, no? you can no. you can you can pick up a person. You can pick up a drone, especially in that. I mean, like in that at that air corridor. But yeah, because the 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 thing is, is that a gyro, you know, an auto gyro has two things, which is that it can take off and land in a very short space, and it's also it can fly really, 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 really slow. It can can't it only fly really slow? No. Um. It, well, yeah, because you want to you want to be sidetracked. So there's a <laughs> there there was there is a oh there's a company called Carter Aircraft that was working on one that it's effectively an auto gyro, but. Its whole thing is that it, you know, like it had the, it had this transition gear and it had all this cool stuff, like a variable pitch propeller with only two moving parts and 
fun stuff like that but because but it was you know like they'd built a demonstrator and it this thing is tooling around at like 400 something knots so i mean like you know it's an actual airplane because it was a demo piece for something like basically they were they were trying to get it as a replacement they were trying to build a replacement for the c-130 which is like this big air mobility transport but yeah, so you could have like you think this thing basically dropping off a bunch of jeeps or somewhere or something, and it just does its thing where it's like, oh, I got to take off and land in like a fucking football pitch or something like that. Shouldn't and, there be like if somebody gets into a car accident and need to be airlifted? Shouldn't there just be a bunch of weirdos that come up over fences with gyrocopters? A bunch of crack santas. This is this is this is crack sand. Yeah, cracks. What do you say, crack santas? Every fucker that drives a gyrocopter, a gyrocopter enthusiast, looks like Santa Claus on crack. You are not wrong. He's got but, a huge beard and he's 110 pounds so wet. I I, th- I think I think that you are not committed totally enough to the bit. I think this is this is the next Uber. This is the next you, Uber? Yes, this is the next oh, Uber. Yeah. You have these guys just tooling the fuck around. First time I've heard the term crack, crack Santa. Santa. <laughs> it won't be the last. No. I'm not getting in a fucking Uber with Crack Santa. A, B, furthermore. What if you have a, 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 a pallet of Crack Santas to can pick they, from? Can they even support the weight of two Crack Santas? Like a two oh, the gyrocopter that they drive could probably... The, the Crack Santa is 70 cats, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not getting into... I'm sure, sure as fuck not getting into a gyrocopter with Crack Santa. Although, if I had to get into a gyrocopter, it would be with a Crack Santa. Because no one else knows gyrocopters as well. I bet you, I bet you like once a month, am a I, Crack am Santa I dies. Am I from the Crack Santa part just because I can't grow the beard? You're not a crack Santa gunner. You have many, many different interests. I wouldn't say that like your one passion in life is gyrocopters. However, I for some reason knew that you would know <laughs> extensively about the gyrocopter. And I do actually think and I'm a little concerned that um, you may be a little deeper into the gyrocopter community then you might lead on. <laughs> That's why he came to the defense. I, you know, it's like Trace was baiting you. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's this. This this is the one that pushed you over the pushed you over the edge to concern. But I, I mean, you're not wrong. But again, it's. Have you guys not, tried flying like like one of the drones that doesn't? Like have like a GPS built into it that doesn't have like this the auto leveling. I've never flown a drone. Period. Oh my good. Well, um, actually, what? So my brother, my, I should say, but my air quote, my brother-in-law Ronnie, that's like his new vice. They're really hard. Like, and I, can, I can understand why so many people crash those gyrocopters because it's really fucking hard. Like the physics of moving something in the air is weird. Well, the, the the whole the whole of the material universe is intended to knock this, you know, to push this thing back into the ground. Yeah, like like in order to move forward, you have to like you have to lean it, but as you lean it, you got less upward pull, so you start falling. Lift. Yeah, lift is the upward. Well, no, but but you, so you, you know, have to lift, but you have to lift at an angle, but you have to lift more, which means you start going faster. So to counter it, you got to like. You got to swing it the other way. It's fucking, that shit's hard. You end up just going really fast diagonally and then dying. 
And oh. then and then the dead Santa, the dead crack, crack, San, crack Santa, San, crack Santa comes is, in and, and, and ferries it away he, to the to the across the river sticks. He's now he's he's now being eaten by his sixteen cats that were flying with him. <laughs> Because he's dead. And he they're hungry. I, they're he, hungry because he forgot to feed them because he had been spending the last three weeks on his don't, quadrocopter. Don't hate him because at least he at least he was responsible and left some way for them to be taken care of. I think of. he's a hero. <clears throat> Crack Santa hero. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like... Martyr. I don't have ill will for the Crack, Crack Santas Santa that are into gyrocopters. Like, I, you know, in fact, I... I, I would love to know one. Yeah, I would too. I would like, don't, make I, you me, know don't make me build a gyrocopter just just to like bait one out. I have the feeling. I have the feeling. <laughs> we'll, just leave, we'll leave it in a parking lot. <laughs> wait, we'll wait for the crack. Is that, is that a gyrocopter? I gotta gotta take it for a spin. We'll just put a sign on it: "Free gyrocopter, only for crack Santas." I have a feeling Luke Bixby knows somebody. Like he seems like the type of guy that knows a guy that's a crack Santa. I don't know. Well, it it is it. it, it it is the kind of illegal activity that is just the bread and butter of Waterbury Road. Yeah, it's right, like the but mix it, between like like redneck and tech. Yeah, like, but like, that's the thing. The, You've I got don't anyone need, on I don't Waterbury need you tell me how to Luke. make your fancy Berlanton fly machine. Like yep. Luke's an outlier. I don't know if a lot of the Waterbury crew would have the patience to sit there and create a, a, a functioning gyrocopter. Well. Listen, they probably get as far as the gasoline, and no, then they burn shit. With you're it. right. All well, of no. the all of the crack Santas he knows are probably dead. Well, <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah, you know, as we malign it, I mean, it's not like there's enough lawnmower hulks down that road <laughs> for them to construct a, a device to escape Waterworld. Man, I used to. There's there was this guy that used to fix my dad's lawnmowers. I think he's dead now. His name his name is Everett. Everett, I remember Everett. Yeah, and he had these fucking glasses that made his eyes look like like the the guy from Trailer Park Boys. Bubbles, he made them look like yeah, bubbles. I, yeah, yeah, his eyes looked like bubbles, and uh, it would take him like it would take him like two hours to take a fucking carburetor off a little tiny lawnmower. Like he would work so slowly, but he was like he was still fixing my dad's lawnmowers at like eighty. So I guess it kind of makes sense in hindsight that he took him so long. He always got him wor- working, though. Well, it's because you only have so many fixings in you. So he's got he's to he's meter that out. How much you want to bet if, if Everett had a bucket list, flying a fucking quadrocopter is one of them. Well, a quadrocopter or a gyrocopter? Or sorry, a gyrocopter. Because they do make man-sized quadcopters. But he wouldn't that's, have been. See, that's, see, why do I think that's significantly cooler than a gyrocopter? I feel like gyrocopter, like. Yeah, but that's really, brand new, right? Well, no. So, it, it, actually, it gets like, in, it gets like within the last like five or ten years, people have been making. The, well, they've they've been kit bashing the ones. Like there's there's a there's a dude in England by the name of Colin Furs who does all of these fucking wacko projects, and he built like he built like a life size Hulkbuster robot and all this stuff. But one of them, he actually built a fucking hover bike. Really, like Star Wars. Wrote you know like. You know, again, you'll, you'll be fucking, you'll be fucking chopped to bits when you when you like face plant into either end of it. But yes, he actually built a working hover bike. Is he the guy with the with the quadrocopter that's out? Like he flies up over the water and comes back. Is that that guy? I'm not thinking. Probably like he, his big thing. I mean, he's got like a his, he's got he's got his YouTube channel now. But he he has the he's the eBay. Like the body up. hangs in it. Like your like your legs are like where the GoPro would be. Oh no, I haven't seen this. I gotta check that because like there's the, there's that dude. There's the freaking guy. Um, 
was it the wave the waveboard or something like the wakeboard? You know the one I'm talking about was like the they, they, so they had the one that was it's basically a jet ski with a, a fire hose plumbed into the back of it. So you have this jet pack that oh. has this like like pile you know like this pod that's hanging off in the water. And the next step is they actually built like a fucking jet turbine powered flying yeah. board that's basically yes, it's a gas turbine version of your quadcopter. And you steer this thing hands free, and like he's just zipping around at like two hundred something fucking miles an hour on a on a, on a skateboard over water because you know they're still kind of afraid that you die immediately when you fall. But that sounds badass. But when I think of gyrocopter, Mad the Max. thing that closely, yeah, like I feel like it's like a banana seat on a bicycle. Yeah, no, it yes, it it's is like a bike it with is, a banana it, seat. Well, because it, wait, wait, wait is the enemy. <laughs> wait is the yeah. So you know, it's like you you, you have to. You have to trade some safety of the gooch for, to, 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 to slip the surly bonds of earth and, 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 <laughs> and fly, amongst the the eagles. Bear, fly amongst the eagles. And, you know, if, the, if that's, you know, again, your yam bag is going to get a little back smacked up. That's, I mean, you know, depending on, you might actually get off on that too, but, uh, you know. <laughs> so, another toy. <laughs> another toy. Um. Another toy that uh, that's still pretty popular is um, Silly Putty. That's really? a pretty still popular. Pu- really? One. Yeah, um, yeah. My my kids have it, but like, I'm starting to realize why parents don't like it. It's kind of like glue that never melts. It's it's, it's blue tack. It's the same reason why blue tack is a goddamn nightmare with children because carpet is its natural fucking enemy. Yeah, yeah. Like it, carpet clothing, um, like a couch. Like if it's if it's a leather couch, you probably just take it off. Yeah, it's it's actually like it's like one of the it's destroyed so many of our things because it's okay if you pick it right up, but if you don't, it slowly melts into whatever it's on. Uh, so iso- like isopropyl mis- mysterate or dimethicone uh, zero 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 five. Even hair, you know, because like when you pull it, like it makes like the thin strands of silly putty. And even like it gets stuck in hair. Like we've had to cut hair out because of silly putty. Like it's it's a, it's really sticky. But uh, one thing that's interesting is the kids don't know you can put it on newspaper and take a picture off. Really? And the reason that's is, like the only reason I used well, to use why, why, How many newspapers are you? That's you why finagling. There's no newspaper. Huh? I mean, there is. It still exists, but I haven't seen one in quite a while. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, unless you like know somebody that still buys it, they pay for it, which is cool. Like you pick it up and it's like, whoa, this thing still exists. There's still some comics in here. What? Where the fuck do comics go when newspapers are gone? Like it's not like people consume comics on online news. Um, no, there are like webtoons and things like that, but <clears throat> yeah, like where does like? But you know what though? Here's my thing. Let's let's face it. I think anyway. Like nine out of ten of them are shit anyway. Well, and actually, really, what what you, the whole system has been like in its death throes for the last twenty years, anyways. I mean, like that was, you know, they talk about when the fucking first web, like the first real web comics came out, because the gist is is that almost all all of the comic strips that are published in the newspaper today are owned properties of some distribution distribution syndicate and the only reason that they keep the cut you know, like they you know i'm mean, like they they lease they sell these comics to these newspapers 
But really, what they did is they just bought them for the intellectual property. Like you know, that's how just Dope to own them, just yes. to say that they own them. Essentially, it's, it's why you know it's why Calvin and Hobbes has never you know like it's always it's in it's in a book. Yeah, it's you know? weird. It's like it's like before a Pixar movie, they always have those shorts, those little short films. It's like being the guy that can only do the short film, and not being able to do the full film. You're a feature that makes perfect sense if you're in a movie theater and you're trapped in there. It's like okay, well, let's have a cute little thing before the movie starts. It doesn't really make sense on like a Netflix. You know, you want to click play on the movie. You don't, I mean, it's, those shorts are really good. So it's probably a bad example because I want to watch them every time. I'm, but like you, you you click play on the latest Disney movie. You want to watch the Disney movie. You don't want to sit through a five or 10 minute short before it starts. I'm so so the comics are from the newspaper, they're kind of like that. They're something that's riding the coattails of something that somebody really wants, what, but it's enough for it to be well known. Which you're, at this point, it's almost like tradition, but what's your least favorite comic of the traditional comic strip? Oh, Kathy, you hate me. Work, stress. Oh, lady. Oh, Garfield, who hates Mondays? I think Although, I, I really like the... Have you seen the... The edited ones where they have Garfield not talk. No, like they're like it's just where that they've recontextualized the whole thing. So John is just having this elaborate series. Like there's nothing else. Oh, he's just talking to his they cat. Just, they just took they took Garfield's text out. So John is having like this horrible isolated life, and he only talks to the cat because no one else will talk to him. Prince Valiant was like and the Jim, worst. And Jim Davies is like, you know, everything else aside, you know, they talk about like how he's a hack and like a, but like he, he even got like, you know, this is, this is kind of heavy, you know, because, <laughs> well, because you, you look at um, Snoopy kind of had the same thing where Peanuts was like the early peanuts is not really in any way shape or form like what it became after it you know it turned into this merchandising empire you know like the met you know like when it was the met life mascot and stuff like that you know like flash beagle and all that stuff you know like like it, 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 it wasn't it was even about really, snoopy right it was no. it was more about fair focus on charlie brown well, it really was about Charlie Brown, but it was also just like Jim or what was his Char- Charles Schultz was not a happy human being. You know, like not quite like the fucked up level of Raw Doll, but you know, because he, you know, like he's writing children's books and he has his fucking garden shed and he's like hiding out there because he's fucking having PTSD flashbacks from fighting in the fucking trenches in World War One. He doesn't want the kids to hear him when he's like fucking having an episode. I think Charlie Brown's good. Snoopy or whatever. Peanuts. But but even peanuts, that, you know, yeah. but even like peanut, peanut, peanuts is kind of like aged out though. Yeah, it's it has, but it's still got a lot of appeal. Like the movies are still playing in the holidays and the kids sit down and watch it. it is You're true. right though, like people aren't buying Snoopy's off the shelf the shelf anymore. Um one of them I thought went to fucking trash when it went to TV was uh Cat in the Hat. I've watched some of the Cat in the Hat. I think PBS syndicates it. And, yeah, but uh, that's not a, that was never like a comic, was it? Is that's no, that's just it was a, ju- it was a children's book, but it reminds me of it because it was a really good children's book, like like really fucking good children's book. Like you, you'd wow. read it, your kids would be engaged, they'd learn some words, they'd learn some made up words, but the TV show is actually like terrible. Well, like it's unbearable. Well, because the thing is, is that it, it, we've kind of had that conversation too about like that whole Ready Player One. And it was about people who were nostalgic for the 80s and didn't like, you know, like they were like trying to get in on the nostalgia of 80s. 
the 80s and didn't really understand where it was coming from because you know you get, you get kind of like as dumb as this sounds the 80s was a very weird time because there were always latchkey kids there was never something that basically they could just you know like there was never an option b of engaging with the real world as a latchkey kid up until the 80s because that was the first time that you had video games where basically if you had to you could just play by yourself and it was a fucking it was a fucking consistent and like solid you know like it was an, it was it was it triggered it satisfied all those needs of like fucking having play and like you can watch it and it like it, it, there is like there are sociological studies going on on this idea that fundamentally something changed about the fucking the west after that fucking kicked in or at least the people who are rich enough to have a fucking Nintendo or an Atari or their Odyssey. Or a used Atari with the $2 cartridges from the game store. And weird pornographic title. Oh, yeah. Look at Holy. Yeah, so um, with the Atari games, we used to, when my dad wasn't home, we used to go through his stuff, you know, because we wanted to find like his, like Easy Rider magazines. Yeah. Easy Rider was like a. It's like porn on a motorcycle, I guess. Yeah, it was like definitely like for the biker, like the like and like what like not like the most motorcyclist, like not quite Hell's Angel, maybe something like that. But uh, it was definitely aimed towards that, and it was just women, pretty much naked. I don't think there's any bush in Easy Rider. I think it was just boobs. There was, t- there was tons of bush in Easy Rider. There was there. I just remember the boobs. Yeah. Um, I think there was Bush. But yeah, so we'd go through his stuff and we found his Easy Riders. And uh, we we were looking through his, his drawers and we found an Atari game. Now, which, well, it was weird because my father didn't play the Atari. The kids played the Atari. My dad didn't play the Atari. So I didn't really understand um, like what the purpose was of him having an Atari game. But the Atari game is called X-Man. Not to be confused with X Men, had nothing to do with X Men. It was X Man, and it was like a eight bit porno game. So weird. Yeah, <laughs> like you could kind of make out the fact that this little um, stick figure guy like had an erection, <laughs> and he had to walk around, and it was a maze. Yeah, I think Gunner knows the theme song. He's singing it. No, I'm just they're all they're all like there's only like six or seven Atari theme songs that you could actually get away with. And uh, you'd you'd walk around with this, with this with this little like stick figure erection, and as you're going through the maze, there's things that come out and they try to chomp on your penis. <laughs> yeah, they're like alligator traps or something. They like yeah, like yeah, alligator jaws. <clears throat> yeah, that's exactly what it was. And if you made it to the center of the maze, and it was pretty predictable, like they always turned left. So as long as you like hit out in like the right little pockets, then they wouldn't chomp your your pixel penis and if you made it to the center then you were able to to you're able to sleep with this pixelated girl and of course she took up the whole screen so the graphics were much better and back with the atari they did something called paletting where they would get every color of the rainbow and they would run it through certain pixels on the screen like if you remember the opening sequence for California games, they used pixelating on, or they used paletting on it, and uh, the paletting would happen 
um, on the on the eight bit version of the girl on her nipples. But it would only happen when like if you if you could finish. If she could finish. Yeah, like the end was like a bonus like stage where you just fucked. It was yeah, really it was like yeah, and you had to like get the controller and move it back and forth. Yeah, back really and forth, fast. back and forth. Yeah, it's weird though, because like if it's if you're supposed to be aroused by these things, you'd be too busy trying to play the video game. It's really weird. Like, who took the time space. to like program this? Because it had like a real cover, I think too. Like, I think it was a little, somewhat of a legit title. But I, it's so strange. And other people bought it. Like, if you go to YouTube and type in X Man Atari, uh, you'll find people playing the game. I don't even think it's censored on there because the 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 nudity is so far away from what right. you can find on YouTube that they don't consider nudity. Um, that I think they just, they just, they don't even blur out the, they don't blur out like the nipples or anything like that, which were just square. They were just square nipples. But yeah, so that was X-Man. I know we're boring Gunner with talk about porno Atari games. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Are you drawing the pixel? Yes, I'm working on it. Well, cause <laughs> I, I don't know if you're like, you know, again, like maybe, maybe, I mean, like I know you guys played. Half Life and stuff like that, and I mean, like you know, you had your console games, but I like I don't know how much of the the history you ever got into of like the 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 early computer and just like the game that like how like how much of a fucking crack Santa crew that 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 was behind the scenes on that like um um see actually originally the guys who published Half Life Sierra. Sierra. They did they develop Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. Uh-huh, they did Leisure Suit Larry. No, but I mean, like there there's there's like a fucking there was one because like you know, and again, like because it was it was all the same crews and I oh I can't remember her fucking name. She was the she was the she was the lady who did King's Quest. Okay. But there's a very fit there's like a very kind of infamous silly cover because there's a photo of her like and the whole crew uh, in a hot tub together, but like, yeah, you know, like because they would they would do adult games, and they didn't have models come in to pose for these things, so it was like all the people at Sierra, fucking just on these like kind of very, I don't know. There was innuendo in those scenes, but that was the co- those were the covers for these things. Huh. I fucking love King's Quest. Yeah, King's Quest was awesome. Was it Space Quest yeah, one of them too? No, yeah, yeah. King's Quest. King's Quest <clears throat> is the ultimate like fucking. Uh, oh, we don't want to point and click adventures. Uh, hey, you guys want to go to this escape room? This shit. This shit's. This shit's whack. Come on. Yeah, that was weird. Didn't you have to tell it what to do, like with the typing keyboard? And hey, you had to like type it just no, right. You, well, you would have. It's you like have. it's like pick up egg. And it's like, if you didn't type it properly, if you just said get egg, Slay. it's like, I don't know what get means. Yes. It's like pick up egg. And it's like, you have picked up the egg. Like, and then you get to your next mission. Like it was, it was kind of like the, the us talking to our phones now, except it was back then. And we were typing like it would only recognize certain commands. Our phone doesn't recognize what we do have the time anyways. So what's this larger than life toys or comics? Oh, so that's uh, Larger Than Life Toys or Comics is the newer, the newest uh, comic slash toys shop in uh, Destiny USA's mall, formerly the Carousel. Um, we actually went in there and they were setting up 
There weren't a ton of comics, though. There weren't, excuse me, there weren't a lot of volumes of comics. They had, like, the bins. Well, you know. But, like, there weren't a lot of volumes. But I got that sweet little uh, Xenomorph, um, 8-bit Xenomorph pop toy. Toy pop, pop, pop listen, toy maybe, over there. Maybe we have to do, maybe we have to do the uh, road trip out to New York City so I can go raid the Fabric District, and then we can hit Midtown afterwards and just fucking... Uh, Riffle through. It's it's funny because like I've done I've done Comic Con twice with uh, the Misses and the McKissick pair now. Yeah, and it's just it's just funny because like you're on a fucking convention floor, and you have all the spectacle going around you, and like by day three, it's like okay, I guess I'm looking through this fuck. I'm looking through what amounts to the portable version of the fucking comic book store that was promoting this place to begin with, and it's like I'm buying comics that I could have bought online anyways. Yeah, but I need something to do in the fucking hotel room while I wait. <laughs> we should definitely go to a con. That would be sweet. I've never been. I'd love to go. We got one coming up here. Where? Uh, up like Syracuse. up here? Here? Really? Yeah. Well, we have, but there's there, the Salt City. I mean, Salt City's got a couple. Of, it had a couple, but yeah, we have one. Uh... We could write it off, you know, for all the money that we make on this podcast. Oh, dude, we're making so much money. I can't wait to quit my job. Just right off the trip. Yeah, It'd absolutely. Be, it, would be, it would be like free. Well, <laughs> sure. Listen, yeah, all all that crack Santa and 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 and, and floaty floaties, you know. Uh, we could like rent a Tesla. I mean, we got so much cash. Left oh, absolutely. Over. Fuck which, that. We'll build just, a quadcopter. It's just going to go to Uncle Sam anyway. I know. It's all his. I'm, uh, so all this all this I gotta, revenue. I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. When I do show up in the fucking gyrocopter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, who's, I'm getting who's, on. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's, who's the guy putting the beard on? No, that's the thing, Gunner. Is by the time you get it to fly, you will have the beard. Yes, that's that's probably true. Yeah, because you're not going to shave. You're not going to go inside and shave. You're going to keep working on on the gyrocopter. What respectable crack Santa in the gyrocopter community does not have a crack Santa beard? See, the problem is that I can't grow one. I can't either. I mean, like, actually, it's not it's not a problem per se, but it's just like I really, it's why I will never be taken. It's why I will never be taken seriously in the mad scientist union. Mad scientists don't all have beards. Some very clean shaven. No, you gotta. It's... Well, the best thing, and, and people listening, they might not know what Gunner actually looks like, but Gunner looks so much younger than he is. So, I, I do have some th- sympathy that you can't grow the beard. I think that you're still taken seriously. I think people just think that you're a lot younger than you are, and they just assume that that. Youth is inexperience. That would be my guess. If if you feel like you're not being taken seriously, I would have thought about. I thought I would have thought up in the the window, the the the, the shit floating and. But all you have to do is just talk circles around them in any topic, and then they're like, "Okay, I'm going to take him seriously." You don't need the beard. You got the knowledge. You just need the conversation to to you, start. You got the fortitude. That's right. You got the gyrocopter. Yeah. yeah bitches love gyrocopters. <laughs> they do. Bitches, <laughs> bitches, bitches love crack sounds. They, I mean. They actually don't. It goes, I'm pretty sure it goes only, like. I think it's the only gender that doesn't get laid is the crack Santa. The crack Santa is still in search of pussy. It, 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 I mean, it, it goes. It, it's in a circle outside of the Venn diagram. Well, he, he, but the thing is, he decided to look for pussy when he was 57 years old. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> That's why he built well, the gyrocopter. Actually, actually, yes, but the, pro- the problem is, is that the gyrocopter, besides freeing him, completely removes him from the, 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 that, that, that probability pool of Punani. It does. Um. Uh, what about Koosh balls? What a stupid fucking toy yeah, that was! Yeah, what the f- some toys we we had were dumb. That's what was cool about. Shit. That's cool about the nineties though. It's like 
you know, like right now you got like the fidget spinner, like the fidget spinner was like a fad and then it was dead within just a few months. And they were still yeah, selling. But you, could, you could like you could fuck somebody up pretty bad. You got that thing spinning fast, you know. Yeah, you could. Yeah, well, yeah. There's people taking teeth out and stuff because they were. What happens is online they do the te- the RPM test with the fidget spinners, and with the RPM test they hit the fidget spinner with a f- with compressed air, <laughs> and they get it going. You know, I mean, like like 1,200 RPMs. Well, when you have that much weight going 1,200 RPMs, all it takes is you know it hitting any part of a your body. A moment of non-balance. Yeah, and like most of your body can take the hit pretty good. It'll it just gives you a bruise, and then you heal. But what can't handle that hit is is your teeth; they shatter. So these kids, like they're yeah, they were. I mean, it's all old news now. It's fucking. It's like a year old, two years old, fidget spinners. But thing is, is that fad it gets very popular and it dies quicker now because the internet enables people. But with like the Koosh ball, like it would it would be like a wave across the nation. You're in California, be like, you guys are still buying Koosh balls out in New York. And we'd be like, yeah, we just got Koosh balls. But what a stupid... And remember, the Koosh ball... If, people probably know what a Koosh ball is. It's like a rubber... It's like a rubber fuzz ball thing. It's like got a whole bunch of little rubber strings coming off of it. But there, remember, there was always one string that was a loop. Yeah. So that you could like kind of have the Koosh ball on your hand and it wouldn't fall out. It's like a pop socket for your phone, except it was for the Koosh Like ball. a super lame-ass fucking magician. Yeah, but the problem was is that loop always broke. And yeah. Then you throw the fucking Koosh ball away. Do you remember the or you just tie two of the rubber the, strands together. Remember the, the juggling sticks? Oh, uh, the God. Wizard sticks. The, widget, yes. the wizard oh. sticks, yes. Sticks. The wizard sticks, yeah. Um, that You're talking about the one where it, it oh, wasn't God. actually... I'm going to fuck festival the sticks were it was like yeah it was like a yo-yo with a string but the string was like between two drumsticks right that's what you're talking about and it was the the string was permanently attached to the two drumsticks and in the middle was like a huge fucking yo-yo and you could you could get it going really fast and whip it up in the air and catch it i thought you i'm talking about the the sticks where there's three sticks and there's two sticks in your hands and there's one stick you're flipping around he's he's what he was talking about because it's the 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 dude who's the rat guy at the fucking renaissance fair Uh uses that rig so you're talking about just three sticks yeah the three sticks two in your hand and one that you flip around. yeah and you're flipping around i won the golden hammer at the renaissance festival one summer it was uh like seven years ago but it's one of my biggest accomplishments today look at my finger as it's turning colors why because i dropped a fucking anvil on it at the house earlier Man, it's funny. I Google wizard sticks trying to find out. And all it is is it's people that are duct taping beers to the wizard top staffs. of each other. Yes. Yeah, the wizard staffs, yeah. Um, Edward Forty <clears throat> How dumb was the pogo ball? Oh, the pogo ball was great. It was so stupid. No. You like the pogo ball? The pogo ball was fine. It's just that Ameri- American children are fat fucks now. <laughs> We were fat fucks then no, too, but no, the pogo ball was pretty stupid. Um, and they're even worse now. That's another. That's another case where the the cheap plastic has kind of ruined the product yep. because yeah, they can't even like hold the weight anymore. They they definitely aren't made, but they were always stupid. It was always stupid. Somebody was like, "Hey, you ever see a kid try to like stand on a bouncy ball? Well, now you can." But it it just didn't work. Well, so the 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 pogo ball. The pogo ball was our our generation's equivalent of freaking Heelys, right? I mean, it's just it's 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 an invitation for something to go bad really quickly. You're looking at are you looking at devil sticks? That's what they're called, devil sticks, devil not wizard sticks. sticks. 
Um, have you guys heard of slacklining? Uh, no. Okay, I'd never heard of this before. Apparently, I, I work with some younger people. Mm-hmm. This is like a thing for hippies, at like fe- not even just at festivals. And apparently this was really big when I was down in uh, Ithaca where there are a shit ton of hippies down there too. Mm-hmm. So slacklining is they get like a cord mm-hmm. and they tie it to two um, trees mm-hmm. and they tightrope walk like two feet off the ground. Oh. And it's like a thing. Hmm. And I was just like, that's a thing? It sounds fun, though. And I mean, was, if it's two feet off the ground. It sounds fucking lame. Yeah, Who gives a shit about slack? Line? Like, that's know. a thing? Dude, if you're, if you're fucking drunk or high at some bonfire and you got nothing to do except, I mean, except, like, try to hook up with somebody in a tent. And somebody is like, oh, fuck, look, there's somebody slacklining over there. I think I'm going to go see if I can slackline. And, you know, maybe maybe you get a better chance of hooking up because you could slackline the best. I don't know. It's no stu- It's no stupider than fucking limbo. Sack. What the fuck is limbo? What a stupid Yeah, but limbo fucking- is different. Limbo is like you're drunk at a party. Like, there aren't, like, just a group of dudes limboing. Is it, though? There's, like, there's like really good limboers. I mean, really fucking good. Like, you go online and you search Bumpy, limbo. Cuban Pete. Yeah, there's people they can like limbo like two inches off the ground, like contorting their body. I'd say it's just it's equally as stupid. Limbo's just been around, so it's it's acceptable. Yeah, but I feel like limbo. Do, do, I got as I talk, I talk shit as I fucking interrupt you. But like, is it just because it's a fucking festival thing? Does no, it, like, I think does it's it because trigger, it's a hippie does, thing. Does it, does it trigger? Does it, is do they that do what's it? Triggering? Do they I think do it it's the hippie thing. Do they do it barefoot or do they I do it with probably, sneakers? I don't know. They don't wear sneakers at those festivals, right? They just wear like, like Birkenstocks, the, well, right? I mean, it's like, like the it only depends. shoe allowed. Well, yeah. It's like a rich hippie thing. I don't feel like it's like a real hippie thing. <laughs> and like, because like, I, I don't have problems with mom hippies. Doesn't, mom doesn't understand me. But yeah, but like rich hippies, I have a huge fucking problem with. Right. Like, because you're a poser. Because you're a piece of shit. Right. Because you like pretend to be like all downtrodden and for the cause and this and that, but at the end of the day, at the end of the semester, you're going back home to mom and dad in their big it? cushy house, it's, sucking up all that capitalism. What the fuck? What the fuck was it? You know, you talk about that. It's funny because on the flip, the complete flip side of that, I got a friend who's like fighting with us right now because they're in their internship at a biology lab, but... That whole fucking setup, like higher education, like once you get past, like fucking get your bachelor's degree, is deliberately designed to keep fucking poor people out of it because it's all that all that shit that lets you get like forward your unpaid internships. Mm-hmm. It's either, you know, like you fucking try and work and like it really you, you really can't because you can't survive off the stipend, or you got mom and dad's money to basically carry you through, and it's like you know it's where this idea you just slackline it. Slackline that shit? Just slackline through life, yeah. You ever slackline with Crack Santa before? Oh, no. Crack Santa doesn't slackline. Crack Santa. Crack, crack, Santa. crack Santa is strictly about gyrocopters, cats. Selling. And Price is Right. Interesting he's not about crack. What? Interesting he's not about crack. No, definitely. Crack Santa is definitely not about crack. He crack just looks San- like he smoked rat, yeah. like pounds of rocks no, of crack. No, crack, crack Santa... Is the guy who inspired the creation of crack? Maybe because they wanted to. They needed. They 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 wanted to get to where he was, and they didn't understand that he's always been there. That's interesting. It's an interesting theory. It's not not a very good one. Trace, what was your favorite toy? Favorite toy. Growing up, or favorite toys? 
I don't know. I mean, Gunner said we were raised with a video game. I think that's a that was a toy in its own right. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. My favorite toy, um, and it wasn't the toy that was good. It was how much fun I had. Um, I'm trying to think what the fuck they were called. Record breakers? Um, no, although those were awesome too. Uh, no, the ones with the, they had the, 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 the cartridge of air and you hit it with your fist and this like car skidded. It had no wheels. It just had a flat bottom. It looked like a little hovercraft. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what are those called, Gunner? I, I, don't, oh, I don't know, but it's, it's kind of funny because we, we sum up stuff and maybe this, maybe this, you know, as we talk about this and you try and figure out like where, where you come from, my favorite toy was the working toolkit my grandfather got me when I was like six. And, you know, again, things are different. It's like, here, Gunner, go have this fucking saw and a drill and, and just be safe. You know, and it's like at the flip side of this, and then it's like you come back to that, and it's like my father when he fucking saw when he sawed through the web of his thumb with a fucking bandsaw, and he could see the tendon the tendon moving underneath it. He just duct taped his hand back together and went back to work. But yeah, you know, it's like yeah, we didn't have you know again not not too you know anything cool that I had was ruined very shortly so I had to either make do on my own like my brother fucking busting the leg off of Optimus Prime yeah that that's I didn't have to worry that too much because I had two younger sisters so I didn't really have to share many of my toys and really weren't really interested well there was there was three there, I, I had three sisters and one brother and you know like there's like a there's almost a 10 year difference between the two of us and you know it wasn't like we were socializing too much with the fucking trailer park kids. Yeah, Waterbury Road. Yeah. You guys remember micro machines? <laughs> micro machines? Yes. I remember. Yeah, I remember micro machines. Remember the guy that talked really fast? Yeah. yeah. That's actually all that I really do remember about micro machines was the guy. I had a whole bunch of them. Did you? Yeah. It. it you couldn't store them in like the regular Hot Wheels carriers though. You had to have like, and I used like a little like bait and tackle type thing. Do you remember monsters in my pocket? No. Oh, man, I love those. That's a little more... I don't think those were super popular, but they had... I'm pretty sure they had their own cartoon for, like, a season. I was really into monsters and things like that, like monsters and... I don't know. They were... They were those may have been my favorites. I think they were called Monsters in My Pocket. I might well, be wrong. Well, that that one with the error that... I don't know what the jammers or I don't know what the fuck they were called. I wish I could remember the damn name. But... um what we would do is we'd actually race them. You know, you do three, two, one, and then you hit it. You could do who goes further, who goes faster. But, uh, man, what would happen is if you hit it hard enough, the actual part that blew the air into the car would slightly, like, like tip up just because you hit it so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It would actually launch the car like a couple inches off of the ground, and we would just put dents in the wall. We'd be at the other end of the hallway. And we'd put dents into the wall. Sometimes we'd use our foot instead of our hand. And we would launch the fuck out of those cars. And uh, we had a lot of fun. You couldn't really do too much else with them. Like, they didn't have wheels, so you couldn't put them on, like, Hot Wheel tracks. Um, although we did. Because if they went fast enough, they would fucking jump off of a Hot Wheel track. And then you could make them go even higher and put even more dents in the walls. But those were fun. But it was more around the, you know, the, that I was playing 
you know, I, I think that any toy is fun if if the person that you're playing with is fair and they make it interesting. And my brothers were, were good for that. So most of my memories are less about how cool the toy was, um, more about more about playing with it. Uh, do you remember the Bunny Hopper RC car? Remember that fucking thing? No. Well, you remember all the Tyco RC cars? Yeah. 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 Those things were fucking fast. I hated RC cars. I don't know why. I never really, I never got into it. I'm not sure why. I liked, I liked that one because it like, it actually had shocks on it so you could drive it out in the grass. I really liked that. It had like dirt tires on it and stuff. That was kind of a nice thing. What bothered me about RC cars is that it, they took four hours to charge and then eight minutes to kill the yeah. battery. Well, did you, did you ever have the, like, because I, I don't remember if we, I think I may had one. Because any of the ones that I had were the old, like the, the horrible, or the, like the, the super retro style where it was the actual corded remote that oh, went to Jesus the car. Oh, Jesus Lord, yeah. And they, can, they couldn't, they could only turn in very one, far. They could only turn in one direction unless you backed up and then they would turn in the other directions. Yeah, that is the turbo hopper. Check it out. Look at those fucking. See how beefy those rear tires are. Well, yeah, and actually, you talk about yeah because it's it's one like of these. They're actually too. bigger than the tire. Like the rim is way smaller than the front one because you needed that track. Needed so much to drive studs around the grass. On, the, on the tire. The funny thing is, is the fucking the roof of the turbo hopper has a spare wheel on it, but it's it's not functional. How bad did you get in fights with your brother as far as you had to share that? Um, we fought pretty hard about these things. We each had one though, but like. We, we didn't get them at the same time so that was the tough part so like I got one and it was like the it, it was like the cheap Chinese ripoff of it it was still it was still made by um, by Tyco at the time but they cheaped out on some stuff so we were like super gluing the fucking tires back on because they kept falling off well Tyco that was Tyco's kind of bread and butter though is that all of their stuff was well yeah, well, my brother's fucking tires didn't fall off. Well, get better. No, because it was just like, a, it was just like two years or newer. I had the I had the 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 fucking bolts on the wheels didn't strip. <clears throat> Mine was a pile of shit. It was the same <laughs> fucking car. Did you did you have did you have the Tyco, like the knockoff Legos that they used to make? No, I never. They had the, well, they had the, they that's had one thing is we never had knockoff Legos growing up. We had, we had only real Legos. They all had bite marks in them because. We we didn't they didn't have the remover tool back yeah. then. They have one now. Yeah, you used to have to use your teeth. Yeah, you had to use I your teeth. That. And because of that, we would be picking up the Legos, yeah, the and our spit would make it inside the Legos, and then the the Lego lid would be put on. So what would happen is like there was like this form of the mold. Stank. The yeah, stank, that would the stank grow. In the box. Died again. I think it's still on. No, it's still still recording. It looks like yeah, yeah. it's like turns my mic down. But yeah, there's this form of mold that would grow inside the uh inside the lego itself yeah, yeah it would have that odor it's it was funny, like it's it was like mushrooms you, were growing in there it's funny that you say that because like after my brother took them over from me the box got that stank because i used to just get a paring knife and pull pull them apart you're supposed get, to use your teeth gunner no i use the knife no you're supposed to use your teeth i use the knife because it was on the instruction manual these Legos can only be taken apart by teeth. You know the ones that always had bite marks in them were like the really thin Lego pieces. Mm-hmm. The thin and narrow ones where you couldn't get fingernails underneath. You needed fingernails I actually, back then. Again, again like I, 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 I had my first serious in, toy-related injury from a fucking Lego. Because I, uh, I used to build like these... Ele- you know, I used to build these elaborate construct... You know, you talk, you talk about that. Like, you couldn't have toys, so you had to like make your own. 
How did you have a toy-related injury from a Lego? Because I cut my cornea from when a Lego, like a giant Lego contraption that I was building, Uh uh, I put too much force on it. It felt it like it like exploded, and I went like all the way across my eye with one of those fucking base plates. Uh huh. And how much weight was on it? I don't remember. Or was it force? Like you were pressing on something. I like dropped, like I was carrying it and I tripped and dropped and like, oh, it, wow. like but yes, like it gouged a chunk in my fucking. Were you on a bicycle when that happened? No. I, I, I was <laughs> wasn't it, was it a car you built out of Legos, was it? It wasn't a car I built out of Legos. Did, did that, Lego, that, that did Lego ticket you move. for this? <laughs> no, Lego did not ticket me for this. Man, I used to, but yeah, like, uh, you know, I hit, I, hit the, yeah, I, hit, I hit all your space sets, your space shuttle. I didn't have a ton of Legos. I had the Tycho Castle and the walking robot. Tycho made a fucking walking robot set. That was pretty fucking bitching. I had a, I had like the old like Star Wars like little like GI Joe type things and a few GI Joes. Pretty much it. I like those like little action figures. Yeah, they were pretty much little action figures, like shitty like plastic mold. It would suck because like. I would get, like, a couple of G.I. Joes from, like, family members, like, aunts and uncles and stuff. But, like, my mom would get a, get me, like, the shitty, like, knockoff G.I. Joes. And you could tell the difference in quality. It's the shitty knockoff ones, like, their arms would fall off and the colors would fade. And, like, they'd start off and look like they'd have, like, a belt full of, like, uh, grenades. But then it just looked like they had cancer or something like that afterwards. Just lumps kind of on their torsos. Those sucked. <laughs> I like the detail in the faces of the cheap toys. <laughs> it's like they just had one eye. Yeah. Like the the lips were painted on so poorly that it it just looked like somebody put on bad makeup. Yeah, the GI Joes are so good. Like the actual ones. I had the um, remember the GI Joe movie where they went to Kobala. That's a fuck. How fucked up it was like here? We're gonna have a weather devast, you know, like we're gonna have the weather devastator or the mind control balloons or everything like that. And I was like, oh, by the way, we're gonna do a movie about this, and we're gonna get in the fucking yeah. Oh, by the way, kids, hey, here's a story about like how ancient fucking aliens took over the fuck like were the rulers of the yeah, earth. Yeah, like this is legit. So you didn't have like cable growing up or whatever. No, I didn't. Like especially so, like, around the this age. Von yeah, the only G.I. Joe that I've seen is I, I, I watched a few episodes of it um, on Netflix in, in my adulthood. I didn't I wasn't raised with it. So this shit, like, we actually have to talk about this because anyone in our age range, a lot of kids that did watch G.I. Joe, like, saw this animated movie. And there's a lot of, like, heavy shit in the animated movie. Like, Transformers, they just murdered the shit. You know, like, it was fully flagrant. But, you know, like, it was, they had to get characters out of the way so they could try and get you to buy more merch. Yeah, and but that you know, like that you know, like yeah, the fucking like here the, we can't shoot each other. in The movie we fucking brutally murdered twenty people in the first. We we brutally murder a planet, like in was, like twenty main characters within the course of like yeah two minutes. Like they, it was really weird. Like so, like gangland the, the, execution style. You see like, fire pouring out of someone's fucking mouth as they're dying. So the synopsis essentially is, so like you, you have like G.I. Joe and Cobra, right? G. Those are your good guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe is good guys. So like Cobra Commander is actually 
so like aliens landed on this planet and had this super advanced civilization and then what was it, the ice well, no, age actually, essentially no, so it's, it's not even aliens so, so basically it gets into this whole idea that basically there, there is this so the human race is not the first intelligent species that evolved on this planet right and you have these what they call pre-diluvian overseers who are like these fucking Cthulian style monsters that have been chased into the underground by the advent of mankind developing like civilization and fire and all this stuff. It's like way out there fucking occult stuff and it's in a kid's film. Like I'm pretty sure that Alex Jones stole the reptile people from the G.I. Joe animated movie. Like he lifted that. Didn't one of the bad guys have a lisp? Well, that was Cobra. That was Cobra Commander. Yes, yeah, and there's a reason that it was Cobra Commander, because he's actually yes. The reason that he wears the mask is not because he doesn't want people to know who he is. He's actually like this whore. He was he was exiled as part like he was a scientist for this like civilization basically that like had done an experiment. He was exiled and like mutated into this horrible like multi-eyed form, and that's why he always had you know like he basically you know like because the, the, the whole thing with the their, their civil it's like the serpent they actually yes it is straight up just reptile people and he is a fucking like cobra man yeah so like they like and so the cobra law is like it's like shangri-la but it's like underground and it's all these like um evolved reptile people who have been like waiting for this takeover and they've been yes and like the whole thing was is that they they, they cobra commander had failed in his original mission to destabilize the surface world as it were, to allow them to fucking, like, wipe out mankind and come back. And their plan is to, like, launch these spore satellites that eventually would fall back to Earth and, like, devolve all of mankind in, like, ape monsters and shit yeah, and kill yeah, each other Yeah, and, and again, like, there's a whole lot of fucking blood and death and Sergeant Slaughter beats the shit out of a whole bunch of people. Yeah, like, they, like, what they do with... Co- so Cobra... Cobra Commander gets brought... So, like, the Cobra Law forces, like invade because like they're like, all right gi joe is like the biggest problem we got to take them out and then we can take everybody out so like they kill off like duke who's like the main good guy um and they take like cobra commander and they like devolve him like that was his, that's his punishment like and he's like screaming not the spores not the spores and like they fucking gas his face with it and it's just like really disturbing because like remember the scene like the, like, like yeah they have so it's a kids movie with like full on fucking Cronenberg body horror yeah he's like he's slowly losing his mind and turning more and more into into like a this cobra fucking, this this like simpering monster well, I remember when they the, the first like the, oh they're they're gonna invade Cobra La like they're all gonna invade but then they have invade and then there's all these tentacle like plant things that just yes. wrap them up and turn them like to mummies that shit was disturbing like it was like really Kind of fucked me up a little bit. Like, like this is a kids, yeah. Period. And that was the first half. It was there were two parts. So like the first half, you really didn't know that there were two parts, and you were like, "Oh shit, the Joe's just lost." Like they lost like all their main dudes. Like like two separate movies. It's it's one movie. The, 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 fir- the first the first part of the story is effectively you know it, it like so they didn't do the same thing that like Hasbro kind of learned their lesson from the Transformers movie. So they didn't get rid of every one of the first characters because the problem was. Is the, the, the actually, and I don't know if you know, the GI Joe movie was in production around the same time that the Transformers movie just had debuted. Oh, I was not aware. And of that. they no. changed the script halfway through because Duke was supposed to die. 
Like but well, doesn't he just go into coma or whatever? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah it's like that, but it was it was supposed to be a lot more death in it, and basically they're like, oh wait, this was not a good thing. We maybe need to change this. Yeah, we didn't we, we didn't got, really count on the psycholo- the psychological trauma so yeah, that this they, might they, cause to children they, watching they, this. They had, they, but yes, and part of the thing too is that they had a kids movie done by like one of these fucking hardcore Japanese anime studios, which you know is like doing like fucking people getting eviscerated on screen. And yeah, like there's you know like. There, it's it's weird what got a PG rating, yeah, and everything else. But yeah, so you're like you're going in like, oh, this is something to kill the fucking time with the kids for an hour and a half, and it's like, oh, by the way, here's all this like fucking occult conspiracy shit, and oh, a guy gets a fucking like spear, or, like a harpoon chucked through his fucking like heart, and he's like choking yeah. to death on his yeah. own no, blood. No, bl- yeah, no blood, and they're like, eh, it's it's oh. rated G. No, there's blood. There's a. <laughs> Yeah, he's like coughing up blood. Oh, he is? Yeah, like, he, got, he got So he, Serpentor. He harpoon, like, yeah, Serpentor takes this snake that's off his shoulder. So Serpentor is like the creation of Cobra. Like, they, they took all these, like, crazy dictator guys. Like, I think, like, Rasputin's in there. They took all their DNA, combined it into the superhuman. That's who Serpentor is. But for some reason, it's strange. Like, he doesn't really take prominence until after the movie because he's supposed to replace, like, Cobra Commander. And he kind of does, but it's it's weird. But like Superentor has these like snakes that sit on his like his his like headset, and he like just takes one, straighten ones out like Thalsa Dune style, and just chucks it at Duke, and it implants in his chest, and Duke's just like coughing up blood, like choking on his own blood as he's dying. <laughs> this shit is fucking so whack. And 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 Sergeant Slaughter actually does the fucking. Uh... Steven Seagal break the guy's back in half kind of thing. Oh, yeah. How are the ratings on this movie? It was a bit. I, I let's see. Let's pull up Rotten Tomatoes because, honestly, I give it like a 90. That movie is ill. You know, I, I think I could still watch it and still find enjoyment of it. I understand it's for children or whatever and kind of hokey. But, dude, one of the greatest villain names of all time was spawned in that movie. The motherfucker was called Nemesis Enforcer. Nemesis Enforcer. The fucker was called Nemesis Enforcer. He was just a winged badass, like a winged juice head with like blades on his that came out of his elbows. It was amazing. Nemesis Enforcer. So yeah, there's there's Cobra Commander. He's disgusting. I was once a man. Yeah, he looks like a brown. He looks like a brown reptile with extra eyes on strange parts of his face, and his mouth looks like a fucking glowing caterpillar. Yeah, he's pretty gross looking. But yeah, well, that- actually, yes, and that actually, like, one of the things too is that the whole, the like, like again, when because like, I, as we talk about this more, like, the whole thing too was that effectively the human, the human, the hu- humanity was a slave race that. The cobra, the co- the the cobra law residents had kind of like uplifted, but the problem was is that they got too f- they advanced too far too fast, and we basically overtake we overtook we overran them. them yeah. But then and it's like, like but, kind of but but you know and again, one of the things that kind of like kind of got suppressed in the thing too is that effectively all the major characters in the cobra law pantheon like the cobra law crew there were like fucking Mesopotamian gods like they're, 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 like it just. Like and wasn't weren't there also some like environmental overtones? Yes. Like well, so, human, like humanity the human race was going to destroy the, the human race had gone to you know like basically did not could not live in balance with the world and that we were that we needed to be purged. Yeah, like there was some like definite uh, 
there was some there was some it was just super i just remember being like uh, pretty little and just being like i'm not oh, psychologically heard. prepared for did, any did, of this or the the part, the part where they're like fucking going they're they're trying to get in they're trying to get through the main complex i forgot about that part like the fucking the bridge was actually yeah. like a fucking like a fucking like fl- like giant carnivorous insect. Yeah, dude, it was like and it's like fucking up. Like and they're, they're like fucking eating the joe. Yes. Like it was. I just remember being like pretty horrified. Like I was just like all my favorite joe. Like I'm pretty sure like Snake Eyes got like nabbed, and he was my favorite. So it's favorites. got a 43 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck those guys. But it's got a 90 percent approval rating on general Google reviews. Well, good. That's the mm. one I'll go with. <laughs> Who's gonna shit on that movie? One of the best lines ever from Sergeant Slaughter. We all go home or no one goes home. Tracy, you have to check that movie out. Watch it with Carmine. I know he's probably not into G.I. Joe's because it's not a thing it'll, anymore. It'll tough him up. Yes. Oh, he, and I forgot. Yes. He actually, he, oh, actually, he puts the fucking he puts elbow. Enforcer down with he the puts elbow the elbow enforcer down with the Randy Savage elbow. Did you guys, did you guys ever oh, you guys glow remember worms? the glow worms? Yeah, I had one of those. Kind of embarrassed to say because it's kind of like a little, kind of like a baby thing. But yeah, it's a baby thing. My, my I was wife, dark as a child. My wife made sure to get one for for our first, our firstborn. Oh, what the fuck was his? What the fuck was the leader's name? Because the leader Globulus. name was Globulus was creepy as fuck too. Because effectively he had like, he had like huge portions of himself replaced with, with like fucking other like, living technological yes. organisms. <laughs> what about Mister Potato Head? Yeah, I had Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head really enjoyed that much. Mr. Potato Head kind of sucked because, and I shouldn't say that because it was just it was one of those toys that sold really well, and uh, and it was a good designed toy. But I don't, I didn't think it was fun. I mean, first of all, you put all the pieces of him inside his ass, (laughs) which is kind of weird. But like, they made it so you could swap all of his parts out, right? You could put like an ear where his eye belonged. But that was kind of the gag. It was the gig was kind of over, right? It was, it was like, done hey, within 30 seconds. Like, yeah, hey, you... look, I made a Mr. Potato Head, but it looks like his ear is where his eye is. Yeah, you really... It, what it should have been is it should have been more like um, like corkboard where you could put it anywhere, right? And you could mm-hmm. actually make like... What was that that villain you just showed me with the eyes all over his face? Uh, it's Cobra Commander Cobra Devolved. Commander. Yeah, you, sh- you should be able to make him. You know, different colored fucking potatoes, holes everywhere as many eyes as you want and you should get a bag of eyes eyes are creepy you should have like a bag of eyes green eyes red eyes like like black eyes that look scary old timey eyes look like an old like cartoon yeah that would have been a little bit better but instead it was just a potato with a face that really only looked right in one arrangement what do they play with now like what do your kids have now that toys that you think Minecraft. that will last in their memory that like you think they'll really like? Well, one thing that survived the times for sure is Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Yeah, my nephew are loves fucking, Hot Wheels. Holy shit! First of all, they're made very well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, there's some from when I was growing up. You know, the Hot Wheels themselves are 20, 30 years old, and they're in perfect shape. They're really good. I mean, because they're die cast metal. They're, I think that they're all made. In another country, I would assume China, but I, I'm probably wrong. They're probably made. Um, they're probably made somewhere else. But uh, that spring metal that they use for the axle, once it bends, you're kind of fucked. It doesn't work. But as long as you don't step on them, those axles rebound to their correct position every time. 
Like you could drop the car and it bounces almost like it's got shocks. It's such a good design and they roll forever. But yeah, I think Hot Wheels are great. We got a fucking bin. It must weigh 100 pounds and it's just filled with fucking Hot Wheels. Um, and all my kids play with those. So that's those have definitely survive the times what my kids are mostly obsessed with are it, it, they're still action figures but they aren't like what we would have considered action figures you actually they actually aren't action figures they're really just uh the, like the pop stuff that's really big okay. right now you know the funko pop stuff where it's just a figurine um of 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 a character and with them it's all you know whatever's popular um for them it's you know the five nights at freddy's um, they really, my kids are really into, um, Minecraft probably. Yep. They got the Minecraft ones, uh, Minecraft. You can get the action figures actually, and they have swords that you can, that the, the, the action figures can hold and swing. Um, Minecraft action figures are really good quality too. The problem is, is that they're very expensive. So the, the Minecraft is actually one of the most expensive action figures I've ever bought. Um, I don't know if Microsoft just knows that they can get the licensing on it. Well, I think Microsoft gave uh, gave them a billion. Didn't they buy it for like a billion dollars or something like that? Yeah. I mean, they bought it for a billion dollars, so they got to make their return on investment. Yeah. Um, but one thing I think is genius, and it's crazy that it didn't happen sooner, is you can get Minecraft Legos. And it's such a perfect combination because Minecraft's all blocks, Legos is all blocks. Yeah, let's face it. Like Minecraft is is New it's, World Legos. Like yeah, virtual it's World Legos, Legos for the PC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a really nice fit. And Lego worked with Minecraft. They did a really good job. Like the torch in in the torch that they use in Lego looks more like Legos than it does like the Minecraft torch. But they really did they really paid homage to the game. So, you know, so they're into that. Um there's, you know, they they like um, you know, Cuphead's big with them. They like the Cuphead action figures. But again, they aren't action figures. They're just they're like the Funko Pop type stuff where they don't actually there's no moving they're just figurines. Limbs. They're just figures. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's weird cuz like it's funny that like they like they like those, but like I have them. I possess them as collectibles, you know what I mean? Not as and not not alive 3. But eh. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. But it would also be strange for like you to sit around on the floor with Gunner and be, you know, tapping your Funko Pop characters together, be like, hey, fight, 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 kiss, I'm gonna kiss. kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's at our age, I think it's just collecting. Well, yeah. Well, of course, right? Yeah. It's well, just or or if you're a completely insane person, you just start making your you start making your own. Have you already started making your figures? want to talk Gunner. about I don't want to talk about this. You already got me on Crack Santa watch list. <laughs> uh speaking of making your own um one video that uh our friend Ian sent out this week was a guy Gunner, did you play that? Well, he was 3D printing the replacement discs for uh for a, an old kids toy record player? No, I've heard of that before though. Yeah. Um should probably know more about it if I'm going to bring it up. That's okay. But it was like, you know, it was like a little kid's record player. And But what it really, what it appeared to be was it was like a music box. Yep. And, well, and the, the disc had the notes that the music box was you, going you to play. Have, you didn't, well, actually, you know, because they kind of came out a little after the period that we were kids. But you've never seen those? Like, they, like you'd have like the... I never the saw them until the video. Col- you'd have the five I remember those, color, yeah. Plastic colored disc. Yeah, and basically you have the like the it, it is a, it's a 
it's a music box tumbler on the record player arm. And as it was rotating through, it would just... Play that, play a tune. I, I do actually remember those. You know, speaking of self-made, uh, I saw a post that Gunner commented and liked on Facebook. Um, and to be honest with you, it's weird because I... I uh, somebody made this, like, My Little Pony kind of thing character. Mm-hmm. It was like really, really, really impressive, like the craftsmanship that they made it at. Like I'm, I don't know anything about My like, Little Ponies or whatever. Like they 3D printed it. No, it was like, like there was cart- like all this special like uh, velvet and like it was like an art artisanal like My Little Pony. Like I had oh, 3D was, printed was, like was that the so- eyelashes? Was that the Sophie one? The, the yeah, the Night Strider or something like that. It was called. Yep. It was a fucking beautiful fucking thing. Like uh, it was pretty yeah, crazy, but impressive. They, well, you know, and again, like it's kind of. It, it's it's funny because there's always been like just the democratization of a lot of this stuff that used to be kind of locked up behind specialty craft shops like you know your muppets or anything like that it's just that now you know now that these kind of, now that people are talking about these skills instead of like you know the where it used to be clustered behind you know like Adam um what's his face Adam um the dude from Mythbusters Oh, Adam, uh, Adam, not Adam Savage, but the other one. Yeah, I know you're talking about. But he, um, you know, he talks about that a lot too, is that like there were, like, you know, when he was coming up as a maker, like you, you had to like know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody, and it was a very closed crew, and like all, like you'd have these things that you you would spend more time finding out who knew about certain skills to kind of learn them yourself than actually learning the skill because it was just something like either like it was kind of an in-house thing kept behind a like a, a movie prop shop or something like that or you had only like one or two people who like could afford you know like you had you you kind of brought that up too it's like the, it's like it was very difficult to make a living doing art yeah and I think it's even worse now. Well, it's even worse now. But, but the part of that problem too was that it was very. It was like there was a lot of this knowledge <laughs> that just kind of got. You know, you either had to figure this shit out on your own, which took a lot more time than like having somebody at least talk to talk to about it. But now with the internet and like all of these like art collective sites like DeviantArt or stuff like that or replica prop forums, I mean, you have people fucking doing predator suits better than the fucking movies that they did. Yeah, you know you got rope. You like I don't know if you saw that fucking dude. There's a dude who made a fucking like doom fist from fucking uh, Overwatch. Really, full, no. anima- full animatronic. Like, yeah, I think the internet makes it easier to find people who have done it, which means you can find ways to do it. I think it makes it easier for that. But I also feel that it minimizes the amount of work that goes into it because what I see a lot is on social media, somebody will make like the speed up video. And what they'll do is in the course of 30 seconds, they'll show something that took somebody like like eight days to create. And I think that sometimes it minimizes the amount of work that goes into it. Um, I think like if you were to go, and this is a counterpoint to that, um, like if you were to go to like a San Diego Comic-Con or maybe even a New York Comic-Con, probably not in Syracuse, I bet you you'll see some super, super impressive like cosplayers who've oh, probably yeah, there, put like... Was- hundred over well over a hundred hours the, la- into the, it. La- the last time I went to Comic Con, there was you know like again you'll have the people who do the crazy like you know you'll have, you'll you'll have 
girls who do crazy outfits. You have women who do crazy outfits. You have the guys who do the giant robots. The best costume I saw was a guy actually built a screen-accurate version of the Hound slash Sandor Cobain's full Hound armor, but he was walking... He, he made his own custom bucket, and it was the Hound's fucking chicken. <sighs> and it was the it was the KFC logo, like he had done it, and it was... But he had, the, you know, like everything. He'd done the, the, the makeup. Really? The burnt, like the hair, everything like that, but he's walking around with the, the, the Hound's fucking chicken. Now, the Hound, that's the, that's the Game of Thrones guy, right? Yes. Gregor Clegane. And like he could not, he could not, or is like, Gregor the yes. Mountain. And there's two brothers, right? Is Gregor the Mountain or is the Mountain so and the Hound? There's Gregor Clegane, which is the Mountain, oh, that's and there's the mountain, Sandor Clegane, which that's is right. the Hound. Gotcha. But yeah, and again, like he could not, he could not fucking make it across that con floor. Oh no, I can't because imagine it was being just stopped like, every five but, seconds. Because, but, but, but the, yeah, and again, like part of it too was that you could, you, like, the workmanship that went into it fucking a plus but the fact that he like you know i think that's kind of where the thing too is like you gotta hit you kind of have to make it your own right it's just this one little this one little throwaway item but he had a fucking kfc bucket that he had custom printed with his own branding on it like yeah so i guess my point to what you were making with trace was like yes there are definitely people taking shortcuts but there are also i think it's also kind of a proving ground for like and it gets people into it, like no. And I didn't mean to make it sound like people are doing shortcuts. What I meant, what I meant was, is that there's this. People spend so much time consuming information now uh-huh. that they don't have the patience to watch the actual construction. Uh-huh. So I feel like it's being shared in a way that minimizes it. Whereas previously, in order to really find out about it, you'd you'd either have to watch like something that was a little bit longer than 20 or 30 seconds, or you'd have to meet somebody, right? And it's like, hey, you know what? You want to go uh, to this convention, and then we talk to these people. And when you stop and look at it, you actually are forced to interact with them. And you're like, how the fuck did you make that mask? I am but super I feel like Social media has kind of shut that down. It's kind of... Um, I, I know what you're saying. The conventions are still going to have people that appreciate it, and it's going to be raising the bar. Because now... And the whole world knows about the costumes last year, and you got to be better than those well, costumes. And, and, and you talk about that, and there's 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 a side effect in that as well, which is that effectively we cut, you know, like where you get like the fucking grossness slash LOL cow kind of shit going through, right? And yeah, we buy pajamas and just fucking wear them there. Or, or thought? What's what, what's the what's the, what's that short for? Thought? I don't yes. think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's short for anything. It's just it's just the new the new age like ho or whatever. Well, you know, and, I, and like there's 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 guys that do it too, so it's not like a gender thing. But like you know, what, what, what's what, thought? Can we explain what thoughts thought like means? Uh, like what what you call like a hoe? We used to call like a hoe bitches and hoes, like back in like gangster rap. Talent, talentless. I thought it was. was we, How do you spell it? T H O T. T H O T. Internet slang. It's like a slum. What does thought mean? Slang: chief, keef, trap, ratchet, hoe. <laughs> oh, it's the same as hoe. Yeah. A thought is not a slut. Well, no, but 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 well, because there there because it 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 does have a particular connotation when cast in a particular. Way. Oh, but it there, stands for that hoe over there. That hoe over there. Well, that works. That, that works. It's an but, acronym. But you know, like there, there's a whole thing where it, like you get like people who are really toxic, but um, you know, there's there's money to be made 
Oh yeah, like like, especially with the cosplayers, like it's it's like a lot of it's hoard up. Like you know, and like there are people there are people who do like their own work and own crazy stuff, but like you know, like in and it again, it's like there's a very much a fickleness to it, where like you know, there's the thing, there's like there it used to be. It used to be crazy garment construction, you know, like the detail, you know, like how, how this is how I plan this thing out. Here's this thing that's impossible to make, and here's how I figured out how to do it. And now it's armor, but it's also like, you know, you have these, like, you know, like there's kind of the schizophrenia situation where you have family-friendly, supposedly family-friendly cons that are bringing soft, softcore pornography on site to, to do it like you know it, it's because it makes people like me interested well no and but that's exactly it and it's like this it's it's, it's this kind of like mix-up where it, or this this mashup and it's kind of you no, know it actually the, it bothers me i've been to a lot of car shows that do it and you have the different vendor booths and some of the booths just they know that they're going to get a certain amount of business just by putting that hole over there. there you know but it's, it's it, you know but that's that's it's the sex advertising, you know, like that's yeah. kind of that's kind of been intrinsically linked since the advent of. And it kind of makes sense because a lot of it is like a showmanship, right? It's a one-upping that you're doing over somebody else, so it does make sense to kind of play off of the off of the hormones, I guess. I mean, doesn't isn't hasn't this been going on forever though? Like, remember the old Looney Tunes, which I do understand were not at first intended for children. Have you have you ever got a boner from seeing Bugs Bunny dressed up like a girl? <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> but um he's, he's kinda hot. But it's like there's always like, you know, when there is a female character in like the Looney Tunes, you could tell she was female. You know what I mean? Like is yeah. there like isn't there hasn't there always been that kind of aspect of I don't even know what the word is like disguised sexuality? Like, that's Destro. Oh, is it the guy that voice acts Destro? Yes. Jesus, he looks fucking scary. No, that's a good picture of him. But like, this is this is this is current face. That's a better one. (laughs) Isn't there nice? Isn't I don't. Hasn't there always been? I don't even know who you're talking about. Isn't it like uh, he's a guy on? uh, He's a he's a uh, he's like the right hand man of uh, right hand man right hand slash conniving man of. Cobra Commander. What if I told you the vehicle most often associated with him was a tank gyrocopter? Oh, God. <laughs> that would not surprise me. <laughs> but, like, back to, like, what we were talking about, though, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of prevalent in everything, right? Like, it's it's this weird thing. I don't know why. Like, I remember Tiny Toons. Like, sometimes, like, Babs Bunny would get, like, dressed up to fool somebody or whatever, and she's all, like, kind of... Mm-hmm. It's that weird. It's just a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's there. Um, the sexuality, the sexism, the chauvinism, whatever you want to describe it as, it's there. And I'm I'm okay with that. It's just um, when it comes to like the conventions, I think they really take it overboard. I mean, they. It's one thing to have a good-looking girl as a saleswoman. She can still wear a polo like the guy standing next to her. But what they do is they put them in these outfits. They're like bathing suits. And they're showing off. I mean, they're just barely covering up their assets. And they're doing it because they know they know, they know, know that it's going to get people to stop. Um, it's going to get the guys to stop. And it's going to sell their products. I, I don't like that type of baiting. I'm okay with people that look good. 
Um, I think I just think that they take it a step too far. Um, and I don't know if that's what Gunner's talking about when he's saying that it sells. But when it comes to the vendor booths, I've seen it firsthand. And, and it's frustrating well, there's, to there's me. There's people who, like, again, like, there's a big, there's, I mean, like, it's not everything. And again, like, comics, comics, you know, like, again, like, comics has always been kind of this weird melting pot of social dysfunction anyways. Because... I mean, like you know, and I, I, I don't know if you pick. I don't know if you picked up on that when you were reading them when you were a kid. Like, did you read like '90s era X Men? Yeah, Chris Claremont. Maybe what are some you know, like storylines? Phoenix, you know, like yes, uh, Phoenix Executioner song. Yeah, you know, Dark Phoenix, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he super like there was super like bondage and like fucking weird shit like slipped into that, slipped into the background on that stuff. Like, uh, that's like, why I said there's always some sexual kind stuff kind of in like that stuff that's supposedly intended for kids. I don't know why that is. I mean, it's a Disney too. It's like it's it's all like well, you know, but it, but it also it also like kind of it, it, how do you put it? it? It's you wonder how much of it too is like you're you're doing symbolic. Yeah, maybe this is the, you know navel gazing. You're doing like you're doing symbolic communication of the id. And like a, a child, a, a child is a very id-oriented individual. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that in a, you know, like an adult writing to that phase, it's always going to come through because the the primary difference between a child and adult is a child doesn't really have that sexual component of their id fully enacted yet, and it's always going to kind of kind of it's just going to bleed through it. Like it may not even be saying like, you know discussing sex with children or something like that you know the, the the concept of it or you know like the act of sex but it's that that reptilian part of your brain when it's building you know like when it's communicating back to the rest of you to start building this symbolism it just it fucking it just fucking comes through because because we've been devolved oh yes cobra the spas yeah these spores Never baby awesome. cobra la so what other type of games did we grow up with i was thinking maybe some board games uh i didn't play a ton of board games i know battletech mother battletech motherfucker what was battletech i don't think i know that you never played battletech well no. actually you missed you missed you missed out on the full experience of christopher kessler or no mike kessler being a cheating fuckhead I mean, <laughs> what well, can you tell me what BattleTech is instead of talking about Michael Kessler? So BattleTech was a well, so there's BattleTech and there there's as extension components, AeroTech and SpaceTech. Uh-huh. So it was a uh, like a turn-based war game mm-hmm. where you would go and build infantry based on like how many points you know, like you have a certain you, you like you have certain controlling rules like. You have only so many points that you could allocate to these force or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you had uh, a map that had different different stats based on where you were. So you like you might have movement impeded and stuff like that. And it was a maneuver warfare style game. And it was have a like board a, game. Yes. So you'd have multiple tiles on a table, mm-hmm. and then you'd also have like if you were a massive baller, you'd have arrow and space tech. So could you play having, them at the same time? Yes, you could play Holy all three shit. at the space time. So you'd have basically have a battle in space above the planet mm-hmm. that you were attempting to get down to. You'd have theater 
specific stuff. So let's say like you're inv- trying to invade, a, you're trying to do a planetary drop and invade a city. Mm-hmm. So you have around like, here's us going at it in fucking space. Here's us going at it in the air above. Like we're trying to get drop ships down. We have fighters protecting them, stuff like that. I'm trying to plan maneuvers sneak things through that kind of stuff and then actually when you got down to the ground you would still have these guys fucking going at each other in orbit you know duking that, it out in the air and was that like, game pretty popular it's a board it's a table-based war game no i would assume no, no yeah I mean, you had it's like it's the only like warhammer people have more rep than, <laughs> than, than so us. so like a bunch of nostalgic consumer horrors my wife and i are going out and getting these games some of these games for our kids not that one get risk. risk ruin your family get risk uh, i haven't i haven't played risk before Slippery oh slope, my, my friend. Yeah. you've never played risk no we'll play dude i fucking we'll ukraine's weakest country it? i I mean, I've, I've lost friendships because of games of Risk. Wow. You can be my, a real piece of shit in Risk. My, wow. The first time my brother ever attempted to stab me with an actual knife in a fit of anger... Was a Risk game? Was a, stri- a game of Strategio. First time I saw a light punch Trace in the face was a game of Rampage on that the Atari. Sense. That makes sense, Yeah. Though. I was Lizzie, <laughs> You which, probably had it coming. You know who would be really happy? You know who would be really happy that I was Lizzie? Would be Christine. Yeah, Christine yeah. Chapin, because Lizzie was clearly a ripoff of Godzilla. Godzilla, oh, definitely, no doubt. But yeah, I was Lizzie, and yeah, Rampage was cool because um, back to Atari games, Rampage, and they had it for Nintendo. They had it for the different Ataris too. You could get it for like the older Atari. You had the, the seven eight hundred one, I think. Yeah, that's the one we were playing on because the graphics were better. Yeah, like it wasn't quite like nintendo but it was pretty close and yeah you could like punch the windows out in the buildings and then you could eat the people and the people were good um you didn't want to get something that was bad though and make you sick but if you wanted and then once you punched all the windows out the building would collapse but what you could do is you could punch the other rampage characters so like the rampage was like you had lizzie it was the godzilla george was the king kong george and then um Ralph was like a werewolf. It was like a giant werewolf. Yep. And then um, there was one more guy. No, there's only three. There's only three? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking that there was four. No, there's only three. There's only three. Um, yeah, so you could be those three characters. And yeah, like you could just punch the other person. So like instead of like punch, putting your fist into the window, you could just, like I could just like punch light and like punch his character. And uh, you could fucking kill the other, the other monster we were supposed to be working together to take the fucking city well, down. Well, yes and no, though. You could play it two ways. You could, say, play a kind of co-op and then just see who gets the high score. Or you could fight the other guy, kind of get them to shrink back down to their human form and then eat them. Oh, that's right. You turned the that's human form. That's why he punched him in the face because that's you knocked right. him off the building. His, yeah. his health went to zero. You're right. You turned, turned the human into a human. Form. You jumped down and ate him. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then it, when he was human form, he tried to walk off the screen to yeah. get his powers back. But yeah, you could just reach down and, and munch him down like it was one of the humans inside the building. And yeah, that was pretty... But yeah, that, that definitely pissed him off. Um, that was a... Yeah, that was a fun video game. We definitely a lot of fights over video games growing up, though. But yeah, Rampage was probably the worst. Like, yeah, like I. But have you done any of the other games? Like, like we we went and bought Trouble. Eh. Yep. What a stupid fucking game Trouble that is. Sucks. First of all, like the little pieces that you use, those little plastic caps that you move around. Well, you you have to jolt the table every time you press the thing down in yeah. the center, and it makes the fucking things pop off. I'm actually so, like it's so, a shitty fucking game. So, you actually, we talk about like a freaking 
risk and strategio ending ending family like oh, friendships. You need to get settlers of Catan because that that that's like it to eleven. You will never eat. One, you will never appreciate the insanity of like deciding that I may have to end my marriage over a discussion of the see, trade value but, of wool. I, but see, I like to play games that I can like play. They have a little bit of strategy, but I can hang out and talk and relax. Like if I have to think about like like the the the, the sky version of my strategy, killing no, no, the ground no, no, version no, of my strategy, no, that's, that's... or or you know like Wade said, like if if a game's about ready to ruin a friendship, I don't think I want to play that game. Like I don't like Monopoly for that reason, because Monopoly is a monopolistic actually, game, and actually, the more you have, the more yes. you take. And actually, that that maybe this is like any. Game, I don't any care game, for those games. Game I don't I don't understand the, the fucking purpose. You know who's gonna win? Like no, that's not true though. Like why? Like you can risk get lucky. You can get lucky yeah, with someone. You can get lucky. You can roll well. Mm-hmm. But, like, why risk was great was because if you had, like, five or six people, was it max eight? Yeah. You had more than, like, four or five people. Mm-hmm. You can make little, like, alliances, well, and then you fuck no, somebody no, over. No, 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 you actually, can do that. No. Yeah, yeah, you can do that with Monopoly, too. I use Monopoly well, as my example no, I've because I've never actually, played any of the games it's, it's, that you're it's, mentioning. It's, it's, actually, it's actually, this is a very important distinction that you bring up because now that we talk about these things in the games, that end, like, games that fucking start, like, ugliness... Any game that has an economy, a board game that has an economy as a central element inside of it, mm-hmm. almost always ends up with someone getting like super salty. Well, it's because like, you can take over the fucking game, right? I mean, you can you can destroy the fun of everybody yeah, else. But isn't that the point of a game? No. Mm, well, this gets back. This gets back to the previous discussion. It's to win, but it's not to no. make them feel miserable. You know, well. Like, they're feeling miserable because they played poorly or they had some bad luck. They're not feeling miserable because... Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's like a game of Monopoly lasts like an hour. A longer than that, probably. Yeah, so you're making them feel like shit for an hour. It's terrible. You're just slowly destroying the world. Why can't you just fucking lose and play another game? Well, I'll just quit then. Well, well, no, I just think that it's too long well, of a no, game to be no, losing. You, you, you watch yourself lose for an hour. It's, you say that. You, you have, there's nothing you can do. You get a little tiny ray of hope. You're right. It's like economy. <laughs> you get this little ray of hope that you're going to be able to make your rent, and then your fucking tire blows out in your car. It's, it, it, it's, it's very sad, and it's depressing, and you, <laughs> the, you, you want to blame the people that are rich. But... It, it's it gets back to this too where it's like um i just remember you say that you just want to quit the last time that i remember coming over to your place and aaron was there i don't know who was with i think it was another bow at the time <laughs> but we were playing monopoly and like i kind of just got tired and she got super she got like super pissed that like someone would dare quit when they were like in the lead, because I just I did I wanted the game to end because it was just gonna go on forever. We were just in the grind phase. Yeah, that monopoly not- is flawed in that in that regard. Like where it's just like you get to a point where it's just like circling the board, circling the board. I'm paying you, you're paying me. I'm mm-hmm. paying you, you're paying me. Because you know, it's not about strategy anymore. You know the economy there. Like it's fucking, it's going all the way around. You get that extra money. Well, no, but, but that's but, where the money comes. But even from. then, that becomes worthless after you get hotels up because, well, like, once around the board, it's still only two hundred bucks, four hundred well, land no, on no, go. Because, right, because it actually, right. Making it, it around the board doesn't pay the bills anymore. Right, it does when it starts. You're like, fuck, I'm gonna oh, get yeah. all this money I'm making. It's, ma- it's massive. Well, no, but but it also white gets, collar work. It also going around the board. because you know part of it too is that like Monopoly suffers from the same problem as a Rubik's cube does, which is that there is a known 
algorithm that if you like if you if you because ultimately if you want to win consistently there is a known algorithm that you can follow through that will effectively like you follow these steps you will win the game you acquire even certain if, properties if, well, because, no, because the probabilities it, people landing on them yes you know like yeah. and again it's the whole like you know like there's a certain psychological factor and everything like that but there it is like a rubik's cube if you rotate it in a certain number of you, know, you rotate it a certain number of times in a certain direction you know, a certain sequence. Yeah. It doesn't matter whatever its initial start state is. You will arrive at you will arrive at a solved cube. I watched Ian solve one at my house this week. Of course, week. you did. Well, because you he's... know, you know, he 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 was educating my son on it, and he said that the Rubik's cube. A lot of people want to solve it. They want to solve one side. He'd be like, "Hey, look, this side is all orange." He said, "That's the problem. You actually have to solve it by layers. You solve like the complete bottom layer." So it looks like a Rubik's cube, and then you go up to the next layer. That's what he was saying. Well, it's it's a it's 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 a it's a Rubik's cube is an actual mechanical representation of a bubble of a bubble yeah, a bubble sort. Like you know, like you know, if you if you look at it from like if you were, if you actually break down the the sequence of like how it, like how you get the blocks arranged in the uh, contiguous cor- corners is an it, it it's like it. it Maps out pretty much one per one with like an actual bubble sort. Algorithm. For those that don't know what a bubble sort is, it's an it's a like a programming one on one sorting algorithm for a computer. It's the least efficient one. It's the least efficient one by in general, but it, you know it it always generally works if you have enough resources to throw at it. So that's trouble, and trouble's a fucking. Height is a really stupid game. You tap trouble? the board and what all your fucking double? pieces pop well, off. Because what you need to do is you need to be playing double trouble so that the two bubbles cancel each other out. They need to put a them. fucking thin layer of rubber on the goddamn cap so they don't fall off the board. It's stupid. Um, so that's trouble. Um, shoots and ladders. Yeah, shoots and ladders is a classic one. I, I the, yep. The, the shoots and ladders version that I have is the um, it's the Sesame Street one. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know. It's okay. Um, the problem with it is that the characters are bigger than the squares. So if two people are on a square, you can't fucking fit. It's kind of dumb. You end up, and of course, you know, my kids end up hitting the board just like they do with trouble and it fucks up all of our characters. But, uh, what was the other one that you mentioned? Oh, Candyland. Candyland's an interesting one because in that game you hop color to color. So like... If you draw a purple, a purple card, then you go to the next purple block. And if you draw a double purple, then you go two purple blocks. It's a strange one because instead of instead of using using a die to to determine how many spots you move, it's the color system, and you actually fly through the board pretty quickly with Candyland. Yeah, but there's no, is there any strategy to Candyland? No, and I think the problem with the colors is you end up hopping through it too quickly, and it reduces your chances of being sent back. Also. It's not like what I like about if, shoots and ladders is if, you always have a chance of going back to the beginning, getting completely fucked. With Candyland, you eventually expose the cards that would have sent you back, I'm and gonna, now you know you're not going to get that card I'm, again I'm, I'm unless to, you go yes, through the no, deck I'm, again. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tell you something immensely sad. There is a strategy to playing Candyland. Jesus Christ! Of course there is. <laughs> but it's dependent. Well, it's dependent <clears> because you, you have a, you have a known number. You have a known number of each card. In the deck. Yeah, but the thing is, is but you're you just drawing your a card, point. though. Well, no, but you. But, but, but what you what There's you no decision is, making. No, because you have multiple paths. So there is no. There is, yeah, you, 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 you can. Candyland has multiple. No, you're gonna paths. move. You gotta move two fucking oranges. No, no, no. 
but you have multiple you have multiple paths on a Candyland board. It's not like a contiguous. It's not a straight contiguous line. I thought it was a straight fucking line. A Candyland sucks. Yeah, I thought it was a straight fucking line. I hate Candyland. This is why I like Risk because Risk. Well, did you ever play Stratejo? I, I did. Stratejo is fucking tough. I play I these it. shitty games with my kids, and I don't remember. You can't play game. Risk with your kids. No, not yet. You know, Actually, you should. No, you, you, should are, you are. You are right. Maybe. You see, open. it's it's one straight fucking line. Oh, it is. Yeah. Gunner, what you're saying is nice. I would like to play that. And see, it's just it's just got like a card with like one just, orange thing on it. Yeah. Well, no, because it, it is a, it is a, it is a game deliberately there's intended. No there's no strategy for a, for a child. Yes, because I I thought there was multiple paths. Because the whole thing is, is effectively you if you know if you if you have a rough idea of what the uh, the current stack is and the and the and the deck of cards you can choose the most optimal path to fight to get you how about mousetrap mousetrap uh, is fun nobody even plays the game they uh, just fucking yeah, put the trap play together with the, what is it goldberg uh but, you see actually so if if Rube, they could Rube goldberg if yeah Rube goldberg, Rube goldberg yeah if they could have gotten the steam cre- or the, the the source creation kit you know like the one where they do all the crazy the, the crazy like rube goldberg machines like the like you know mm-hmm. if they could have done something like that with Minecraft, the, it it would have been a license to print money. Yeah, that would. Yeah, they're. That's a good point. They should. The, Minecraft has some physics engine stuff in there, it's, but it's, it's very very fundamental. Yeah, it is. Like you can just move a you can move like a block once one block, um, but that's the kind of the problem with Minecraft is it's based on a grid system, so there's not a whole lot that you could do anyway. And, well, and part of the problem is that uh, Valve essentially abandoned all the those tools. Yeah, Gary's mod, yeah. all that stuff you know, afterwards. Strategio, and we keep going back to that, but Strategio. You keep weird. going back oh, to I that. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So, it's like a card. It's card. Is it cards? No. So Strategio is. Is it Strategio or Strategio? Strategio. Is it Jeff or Gif? Well, it depends. Are we talking about peanut butter or an image standard? Touche. Yes. <laughs> okay, talk about Stratego. Stratego. Stratego is um, chess if you don't know what the other piece is. So you basically have um, a cart. You know, so you have, you have you have two rows. Mm-hmm. You know, equivalent to your kings, and you're not. You know, so you you, you have. You have player, you have player pieces of different power or ranking, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that certain pieces can only take out certain other pieces. How do you know? Are they numbered or something? They're number. I think that they're. Aren't they? They have numbers on them. Or yes, no? they have numbers. So basically, uh, a, a piece so of like equal number. So like your queen might be a six, and you know exactly yes. what powers it has, but, but the but other side can't see the, the six. Other po- yes. So you know, again, it depends on the honor system. So it's playing blind chess. Yes. Weird. And you know, like you will have things where, but the other thing is, is that you can deliberately choose to sacrifice pieces as well. You know, like you know, your you do not have to. Dis- you know, you can say the trade-off sure. of power or something like sure. that, but you can do that thing too. But uh, yeah, because they're what's the deal with the spy? Yeah, this, the there's spy. like a special rule for the spy. She's only like worth like one, but uh, like high ranking, like a high ranking card, she can take out. Like it's it's weird. I don't know what the rule is there. I 
I yeah, any, so, so any of those games where you can be deceptive about your moves are interesting because the other person, if they're good, then they can observe your moves. But if they aren't good enough, then they can't prepare for if your moves are fake. That's interesting. Um, I don't really play the strategy games because I don't find them very relaxing. Yeah. I do like them sometimes. I mean, I like a good game of chess once in a while, but um, I don't find them very relaxing. So I, I know what you're talking about, but like, like you play Guess Who, and you can play that game too, mm-hmm. right? Because you ask them, you know, you ask them a person, and then when they see you remove it from your deck, it tells them something about the cards that you got left. So you know you can you can play that strategy, but you can a lot of card games are based on that as well. That's I play this like uh, mobile game called Clash Royale. It's mm-hmm. like a version. It's like a spinoff of Clash of Clans or whatever, which I never really played all that much. I played like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Clash Royale is super super popular, making a fucking ton of money. There's like tournaments and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's all like strategy, like different pieces that do different things that move at different rates that attack at different rates, that have different kind of special abilities. And, I mean, I like that game because they're doing it wrong. <laughs> I get absolutely embarrassed sometimes and wipe the floor with some of these people that are really, really good players. Even other ones, I'm not that good of a player anyway. But I still keep going back to it because, man, when you win, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, crushing someone's crushing someone's hopes, hearing the lamentation of the women before them. <laughs> I think that the cell phone games are changing the face of the of the board games too because you can play a board game like you can you can play scrabble against somebody on the other side of the world the weird part about it is is you can't play like four people can't play easily you know like words with friends is what i'm talking about which there's a two now so you can play words with friends too and but yeah it's not like there's four people playing and it has to be words with friends because otherwise you can't call them on their bullshit like that one time ed Stankovitz, uh <laughs> Like it was like an eight-letter word that was a piece of like Albanian currency, and I was like, "Yep, you fucking just looked that. You just cheated." Yeah, on he that. just put his yeah, he put his letters into a words with friend cheat app, right? And yeah, and it looked up the the word. Yep, and then he beat us because he was able to get like a fucking hundred and six point word that he never would have guessed. But you also figure out like you can start exploiting it because you just test stuff. Right, you know, you just keep putting. These, have, there should be a penalty for that. There's like See, these two-letter like words. Yeah, but there, even if there's penalties, you'll you'll start memorizing the big, the big hitters. Yeah, but then, but then you do know those words. Like, yeah. and I'm I'm okay with that. Like, if you right. memorize that shit, right. and you know those words, then I mean, I I can't. So, here's a question, and you know, maybe this is the you know, and again, where we we talk about thing. Maybe maybe this is the Calvin Ball scenario too. So words with friends. The the flip side of that though is is that that is a that is clearly a deterministic game, whereas Scrabble, Scrabble was always fun if you could like successfully do the bullshit thing. Not even like necessarily oh, yeah. bluffing. It's just like come yeah. up with a compelling mm-hmm. reason yeah. to exp- explain this to me. Yeah. And yeah. you know like even though you know that the person is total bullshit, mm-hmm. it's like you know what I will let you I will let you pass on this dump. Yeah, also there's a good story. Yeah, there's there's no there's no policing when when you're playing Scrabble except for the people around the table. So you, you I mean now it's different cuz you can look up the words, but when we played growing up, if a word was spelled wrong and you didn't really know how it was spelled, you'd have to go and get a dictionary and right. you'd have to hope that the word was in the dictionary. It was yeah, it 
You definitely got that. And like you said, you could kind of bullshit your way through it because you can add like ing to almost any word. You know, I can say that like today I'm waiting. It's like purple. Actually, waiting is kind of a word, but I meant like the person weighed. Like I'm gunnering today. Don't That's to actually gun. probably no. uh, probably a word too. No, gunnering, well, yeah, probably it, is. Yeah. Both I'm gunner and I are waiting, lucky tracing, to have and the... gunnering. Yeah, we're all pretty easy verbs. Yeah, but like, but gunner and I, our our names are double as 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 verbs. So does mine, tracing. Yeah, that's true. Not spelled correctly, but yeah. Well, neither's was waiting. Yeah, W A D I N G. Yeah, if you're waiting in the water, but right. Yeah. Yeah, but it sounds like waiting. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I thought you meant waiting. Like, yeah, and gunnering would sound like it would be gunner E R instead of A R, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Gunnering. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, like so gotta, when you're I playing gotta, Scrabble, I got a case of the guns. So we're yeah. But, in case of the so with Scrabble, yeah, like you could, um, you could kind of like you said, you could bullshit your way through it, but you could just add like er, or or, or ing on the end of a word and just score a couple more points. You just hang on to those letters. You're like these letters are fucking gold. Whatever you put down, I'm gonna fucking get the entire credit of your word plus ing on the end because I can That's turn true. everything into a verb. Yeah, Wade's asking us to wrap it up. <laughs> Be safe. Wrap it up. <laughs> I'm going to save all of us a little bit of heartache tomorrow, getting up in the morning, although I don't have to, but you guys do. So with that, though, I think we're going to bid everyone adieu. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening and uh, hitting that like button on uh, on Facebook for sure. We appreciate everybody that's been uh, visiting the page and giving us likes. Share it. Subscribe to it. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's it's getting it's growing in numbers, which is very makes us very very happy. And honestly, please interact. Feel free to comment if you have any uh, if you have any subjects that you'd like us to discuss that we haven't discussed yet, or even if you wanted us to to retouch on things. Or would you like if you would like to uh, sponsor us in our adventures with Crack Santa? Yeah, maybe we could get a Crack Santa gyrocopter fund going. We'll but fly uh, around with one of those banners that the airplanes pull, except we won't be going fast enough. So it'll just be limp and hanging it. in the air. No, no, no. People what, just... what the trick is, is you have a tinier a tinier gyrocopter tied to the other end of the banner. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, double <laughs> yeah. gyrocopter, but you have just to travel at the same pace. <laughs> um, also, you can email us if you prefer email. Friendshipsnake at googlegroups.com That's friendshipsnake at googlegroups.com and you can email us. Nobody ever has, though. No, maybe one day they will. Maybe I don't one think day people, people use email anymore. People will reach out. I think I don't think people use email. I pray to, I barely don't. I barely use email anymore. You should. We should just all read. We should do like do not reply at googlegroups.com. We should just every email that we register should have do not <laughs> reply <laughs> in it because what the fuck they aren't gonna anyway. It's true. Well, anyways, folks, thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye.